0: What's going on, all you movie-lover badasses out there? Fast and Guy is here with Lady Fat Blood on the Verbal Nectar podcast, episode four. How you doing? Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's not that I you know, really don't live just, with you or anything. I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> and, uh, I love talking about movies.
0: Yeah, we, we, we like the movies. We like to go to the Mophis and talk about the Mophis. Do you like Mophis? Yeah. But <laughs> well, welcome back, friends, family. That's right. Welcome back to Verbal Nectar Podcast, the ridiculous name for the ridiculous podcast. And we're going to chit-chat, sit back, relax, talk a little bit about the Mophis.
1: For when we don't feel like being on camera for whatever reason <laughs> for when well we... it's called time constraints for man when, for when we've already seen the trailers and can't do a reaction yeah slash review yes
0: because when all our trailer reaction videos are real so all of you out there are saying that that's the shit is staged you can go guess, fuck yourself has anybody
1: ever said that yes are you serious yes yeah. Are you serious? They
0: feel some of our trailer reactions are Which are staged. Which ones? Last Blood. The very the, the most recent what? one.
1: Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah,
0: this is fake. Staged. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait
1: a minute. I don't even remember overreacting and, to and that. And we're
0: the most realest of all real trailer reactors out there. I
1: don't even remember giving a big enough reaction.
0: <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I don't know. Oh,
1: my God. That's it doesn't ins- matter. That's it's insulting. Just... Oh, my God. <laughs> There have well, been let, let me let me just let me just give you some context here. There have been I can probably name maybe two trailer reactions that we filmed. That would be the first Avengers Endgame teaser uh-huh. and X Men Dark Phoenix. We did not release the videos right, because right. the reactions were terrible and non-existent. Right, we didn't yeah. feel that it was worth actually releasing the video to. So yeah, and well, we don't. We don't yeah. do. It's like we don't. Yeah, if we, we were if to, we were fake. Yeah, we would have just. We would have released those videos. We would have redone it. Yeah, we made have redone it more them.
0: Yeah, we would have redone them and overreacted <laughs> <Yeah>. on camera. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then reuploaded
1: it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah there's yeah, yeah. There's no reason for us to be fake because we're too stupid to know. Yeah, <laughs> we're, too stupid. we're too ridiculous to be fake. <laughs> I'm just saying we're we're too idiotic <laughs> for, to be anything other than what we are. Anyway. 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 So the Joker final. Yeah, part. we're gonna talk
0: about the Joker. I, I know we've got a lot of requests to do. A reaction video to the final trailer of the Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix.
1: It ain't going to happen. Sorry. <laughs> um, by the time it came out, you had already seen it. Yeah. I was pulling overtime at work. Yeah. And I didn't get to see it. And if we like... were fake, yeah.
0: if we were fake reactors, yeah. we would have released the video.
1: Yeah. The and most
0: popular video gonna... that people are going crazy over yeah. trailer right now. If we were desperate for views and yeah. sellouts and shills... We would have released one.
1: I'm gonna be honest. Okay? I'm glad we didn't but because
0: it's called We Have To Work. Yeah. Our time, you know, what what, uh, what is it time? Our time schedules don't meet all the time.
1: Yeah, we don't co- our schedules don't coincide at all. Right.
0: Um, and so when we get time and if the trailer is interesting and if our
1: reactions are noteworthy or yeah, if Yeah, we then we'll do like a we, video. if we feel like we had anything to say. Right. About said trailer, yeah, and that's again. I'm glad we didn't film a, 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 a second trailer reaction to the Joker because honestly, yeah. I did not have any kind of reaction.
0: And neither did neither did I either because, um, okay. So if you guys have seen or not seen our first uh, trailer reaction to the first Joker trailer, I got really excited. I was like, just oh man! Like the song they picked mm. was perfect for the movie, and and we were thinking about the possibilities of what the movie could be about, and and just talking about all kinds of stuff. So we we were excited with the very first uh, trailer of the Joker,
1: and moreover, like very intrigued. Yeah, more
0: really interested. Yeah, to see what you know what this movie's all about. So me and her pretty much had the same reaction. We watched the trailer different times. I watched it first, and you watched it later. Mm. Uh, but we, we pretty much had the same reaction in terms of we are not more, ex- we're already excited for the film. We're not more excited. Yeah. This newest trailer, we li- I like the first trailer better, but this newest trailer, it, it didn't excite me more, yeah. but it made me comfortable and kind of reassured me in terms of we're pretty much guaranteed Walking Phoenix is going to do a fantastic job in the yeah. film. Yeah. So I was I was like, you know what, seeing this again, I'm not worried, I'm not concerned. This second trailer put me at ease mm. and kind of be like, alright, this still looks like a good movie, mm. we're still going to definitely go watch it and review it for you guys. Mm. Um, but I'm, I wasn't more excited, I was more like, hey, this still looks good and yeah. I can't wait to check it out.
1: I, I have a different... And
0: you felt like that or no?
1: I have a, I have a different set of expectations for this movie that I don't typically have for comic book based films yeah okay um as much as I love the MCU uh-huh I guess you could say I'm feeling the burnout right, um right. with Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. I'm pretty much done with the MCU I, yeah. I, I I don't need to go any farther with it I I saw uh, the last Spider-Man film mm-hmm. and I'm good yeah. I'm good to go. I, I'm done. I and, have no reason to follow it anymore. And now
0: that Spider-Man yeah. has been yanked, yeah, back to that's, Sony. that's,
1: that's a moot point at this, <laughs> at this at this at this junction. That is no longer even a, a relevancy. And I, I feel like you know Marvel had their own brand of of superhero films, and it right. was fun, and it was yeah. fine.
2: Yeah,
1: um, It was a great ride. But you know, when when I first when 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 Uh, The Dark Knight films came out When Mm -hmm. when, uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies Were were out Changed the game I was so Especially when The Dark Knight came out I was so heavily invested That when 2012 came out When that that came around It was down to two major films that year It was The Dark Knight Rises and Avengers Now obviously we were all pumped for Avengers But I was really really pumped For the end of the trilogy Which was The Dark Knight Rises Right I haven't had that from DC since.
0: Yeah, you mean in terms of
1: I anticipation from DC,
0: right? Anticipation from right? them, correct? Right, because right,
1: right. they they had their they've gone off on their little tangents, mm-hmm. and you know they had their own style of, of comic book films, right. With with Christopher Nolan's aesthetic and that and that which universe. has split the audience, and that's fine. Yeah. But I personally loved it, and I miss it, and I miss DC's direction when they had it, and this particular film in the Joker I want it to be something special yes and I think it can be mm-hmm. and I don't think this is going to be your typical like casual audience member crowd pleaser I, I think no. I think this is gonna confuse some people because they're gonna yes. want to know why isn't why isn't Batman in this? Mm-hmm. They're gonna want to know why. Why isn't this pre- preluding to the uh, Suicide Squad? You know what I'm saying? There's gonna be a lot of people asking dumb questions about right, this.
0: Right, Where's Ben Affleck? Stuff, Where's Justice League? You know, Justice stuff League like that.
1: They're not. Under, they're running. probably not gonna understand that this is like a completely unique one-off thing. Yeah. And I'm, I gotta say, if if they stick to their guns,
2: yeah,
1: and and they you know dig their heels in, and this is a one and done. Which we all we've heard that this is yes. it. Joaquin Phoenix is not a diva. He's not gonna he's no. not gonna, you know, oh, give me some more money and we'll talk about a sequel. He's not like that. Right. He's he's his own entity. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of if this is what I think it is, yeah. I want DC to do more of this. Oh yeah. I want DC One-offs. I want DC to put all of their money into these kind of more thought-provoking, more interesting character studies yeah. of what yeah. films can be based yeah. off of comic book mm-hmm. you know properties um will we get that i really hope so we have not had a a a truly dark and soul searching experience in a long time right when right. it comes to you know this kind of source material mm-hmm. so
0: but the whole, like you said, the whole one-off idea, I think, is a fantastic.
1: Yeah, be different.
0: Like, like the DC animated universe, which
1: they usually excel. Yeah, at. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's all one and you know one-offs.
1: yeah. yeah. Some
0: of them sequel each other, but uh-huh. but uh, they're you know like the 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 rumor of a Flashpoint movie,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, a live-action Flashpoint film. I was so excited to hear that because that's its own thing. Mm-hmm. It's one and done, and that would have been so exciting to see. Uh, that world, it would have confused the shit out of the casuals, though. Yeah, the casual audience would have been like, "What? F- what? Same what?"
1: Yeah, the same problem.
0: So, if if you're not well versed um, on, on the DC universe lore, listeners out there, <laughs> I would say, and, and it's not like we're experts, we're not either. No. But I would say for the for the listeners that's listening to this podcast right now, if just go in to see the joker with an open mind. Mm. Just remember this, lower your expectations just a little bit just to be on the safe side, you know, and go in with an open mind and know this is an elseworld's story, this is a one and done origin story of the joker. This is an actor, director, producer, writer. They all got together and decided to maybe take a few beats here and there from The Killing Joke, a little bit, in terms of him being a comedian and all that, a failed comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just, from, I would say, just you know what, casuals and DC fanboys, I would say, just go in with an open mind and lower your expectations just a little bit, just to be on the safe side, because you you they you never know. So far, we have not read any reviews, but we've—I've a lot of you guys out there have been sending me messages letting me know of all the positive feedback that this early reviews of the Joker has gotten already.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's great to hear.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: fantastic to hear. Very
1: encouraging. But,
0: but, just be what? on the safe side. I don't want anybody going into this expecting the greatest film, the greatest comic book movie ever made... The greatest story told you know in the genre just go in and expect an interesting tale of madness and see how this portrayal see how the story of, of Joker comes to fruition mm-hmm. uh, let's let's let Joaquin Phoenix do his thing this director is not known to do serious movies like this mm-hmm. uh, let's see what he does and you know getting getting his shot at this at doing a story like this and and then that way you, we can all be blown away yeah. from what's ahead. We can come out and go, holy shit, that exceeded our expectations. That completely blew us away. You know, that's what I want everyone to do. Yeah. Because, but but you you brought up a good point. There's going to be people that are going to be like, what? You know, there's a good chance there might be a lot of people who are disappointed that are expecting some kind of connection to they the might. DCEU that kind of exists and kind of doesn't now
2: right.
0: So right. so yeah. again, works we are really interested and excited and we're glad to hear the film's getting positive reviews, but we're still not going insane My- over the hype yet.
1: I have a personal reason for yeah. that.
0: Okay, go ahead. Oh, what? damn it.
1: Hey, well, here we go. Anybody who knows me knows what it is. Um, Godzilla, <laughs> King of the Monsters, killed my ability to be overhyped for anything anymore.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but I feel like, personally, it's a good yeah. thing. Because yeah. if that taught me anything, it's to calm my fucking expectations the hell down. Yeah, And, you know, maybe I would have enjoyed the movie a little bit more if I hadn't gone in, watched fuck, four fucking trailers, watched every single goddamn <laughs> TV spot. And kudos to Warner Brothers, like we were talking about the other day, for only having two trailers yes, on this movie. Yes,
0: that is unheard and of. And that's
1: it. We have seen not one damn other thing. No. Ruining, oversaturating... Yeah this movie to the point of where okay i don't even want to see it anymore yeah. but i felt like i've seen most of the movie mm-hmm. and overhyping the shit out right. of Right, it's just two we're trailers gonna go into this movie barely knowing a thing and right. i am i am thrilled for that fact alone mm-hmm. that we literally don't know what we're gonna get i think right. if anything it's that's gonna be exciting that's what i'm most excited about yeah is that I literally have no idea what I'm going to get out of this movie. And you never get that anymore. No. You do not get that. This that five pleasure.
0: Billion, this five billion TV spots. No,
1: you do not get the joy and the pleasure of being surprised right. by movies anymore unless you just happen to stumble into a theater yeah. and, well, what's this? I've never heard of this. I'm going to go see this because I've never seen a trailer on it before. We've seen two trailers. Yeah. They've mostly had the same footage on it. Yeah. Yeah, mostly and that's
0: one of the another one of the reasons why I'm glad we didn't really do a trailer reaction to the second trailer is because it didn't really show that much more
1: yeah it did. It was kind of the same And beats. I'm, I'm happy I'm happy yeah. that I am happy it did not yeah because I like I said we're gonna go in fresh yeah we don't know what to expect. and that's
0: another reason why on the channel we don't do trailer reactions to every single trailer that comes out mm. because we do want to be surprised mm-hmm. if something's interesting We'll do a reaction uh, to it, a video to it, because we want the audience to be there with us, mm-hmm. our viewers, and, and enjoy us either hating what we're watching oh, or,
2: yeah.
0: or being entertained by it. But yes, uh, Joker, uh, we, we are very intrigued and interested to check out the film, and we are happy that it's getting... Uh, positive reviews, and but I'm, we're but we don't have joker boners right now.
1: No, I my great my greatest hope is to come out giving this a five.
2: Oh, yeah, and hopefully, out, yeah, and come
1: out saying this was one of the greatest movie experiences mm-hmm. I've ever had. That's my hope, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, w- we'll see. We'll, see. we'll I, I, see. I love that. I have no idea what I'm gonna get.
0: So, uh, talking about the trailer again, um, it looks now and kind of looks like Zazzy Beats is the love interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a little
1: odd the age difference, but that's Hollywood for you, I guess. <laughs> uh,
0: Thomas Wayne. It looked like he punched the Joker. We don't know why or walking, uh, but there was there was some definitely some great moments in that second trailer where he's talking to the counselor. She's like, "We're done," and he's mm-hmm. just like, "You know what's on your mind or whatever," and he's kind of like all i have is negative thoughts i mean um, that's just crazy man and i love how he's doing his laugh mm-hmm. great laugh by the way and then he shuts down blank
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah
0: stuff like that is like yes we're i think we're in for a treat yeah. we are in for a treat here
1: it looks like he's going to be the one possibly inspiring yeah. the madness that's right. going to be ensuing in the city and yes. it, looks, it looks like he's just going to enjoy it sit back it's it's literally almost the 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 saying we got in, in the two thousand eight Dark Nights, and Men Just Wanna Watch the World Burn. Yeah. We might actually get to see that. We might. That, yeah. That, that actual thing happen possibly. Yeah.
0: And we're really happy the movie's rated R. And thank God. This, they didn't bitch out. You
1: know, and it seems that if anything, also they're they're the gravitas that they're giving this film how seriously they're 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 taking it, and just the actor that they've gotten to play him, that alone is yeah. just it, it shows that they care, yeah. And just the fact that they're going there, that yes. they're doing this whole thing, and they're treating it with such respect, I, like I said, mm-hmm. I I have I have my fingers like quadruple yeah. crossed for this. Now movie. here's the,
0: here's the thing, uh, all you listeners out there, if the movie is as good as we want it to be. We have to make sure it's a a success. Because if this movie critically does well,
1: but financially bombs,
0: DC and and, and, and mostly Warner Brothers will be like, well, we're never doing that again. We're never taking risks again. You guys want to do some special one-off? Nope. You want to make a rated-R comic book movie? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, hopefully it does well on critically and financially. Now, the next <clears throat> trailer we're going to talk about. A lot of people ask why we didn't do a reaction to it. Kind uh, of the
1: same reason. Kind
0: of same reasons. Yeah. If you know, if you don't see a reaction video, it's called work. Yeah. We work for a living, guys. Okay. Yeah. All right. So D twenty three special look at Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker footage. Now, oh boy. The first teaser. We did a reaction to, and I, unfortunately, <laughs> I kind of fanboyed out a, a little bit when I heard Sidious's laugh. I yeah. kind of lost my mind because it was unexpected. Yeah. And I said, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> Which a lot of people enjoyed that. Uh, but you know, it's a fake trailer reaction, so I had that planned. Oh.
2: Yeah, wow. I wrote the well script. Done. I
0: wrote the script down oh, well so I done. could see it right at that moment because, you know, all our reactions are fake. Good job. So <laughs> So I, you know, it was just a teaser. I w- it was ha- I was happy to see Lando back with Chewie and the Falcon again. And I kind of fanboyed a little bit. Oh. I'll be honest, okay? I grew okay. up with Star Wars. I'm
1: a little interested. I've yeah, you trained. did too. That's fine.
0: Now, when I watched this uh, trailer, the the fanboy in me, in the excitement of just watching and revisiting the Star Wars universe again, came back. Uh, they, they played the whole nostalgia card, the first majority of the trailer, really. And I'm like, okay, I did, I bought it. I know a lot of other people didn't buy it, uh, but I, I got the nostalgia. You know, Lady Fat Blood did not buy it at all. So, but I bought it, and I was like, oh, there's the feels of the good Star Wars movies. Well, they did throw in the prequels there, too, but you know what I mean. Yeah. The feels of the original trilogy footage and, and seeing that, and then now, they're you know, they're making a big deal of this is the finale of this new trilogy. Um... Uh, bring your friends bring your grandma bring everybody to see this movie and you know I was happy to see the glowy sticks again <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry I know I know I know uh, last Jedi had glowy sticks yeah. and it brought me back and I was really disappointed with the last Jedi but here we are glowy sticks are back yeah. we got glowy sticks fighting I, I liked I like the shot of You know, Ray training in the forest, and she's using the forest to, you know, flick that lightsaber around. I think that's dope. That was cool to me. Um, I didn't see Rose anywhere, which was, uh, you know, positive. (laughs) They show Finn with some other girl, uh, which I'm very happy about that. Oh, Lord. And, you know, anyway, Glowy Sticks. I was kind of happy to see what I saw, and... The end shot of Darth or, or excuse me, Sith Ray that came. I was I was not expecting that, and that kind of caught me off guard, and that, I got a little bit of excited uh, when I saw that, and especially visually, visually, and when John Williams' score posted over the trailer, they knew what, exactly what they were doing. Visually, seeing Ray versus Kylo. Kylo Ren, it looked like they were fighting on a ship. And you got waves and the ocean crashing around them and the camera's zooming in on there. That got me really excited and mostly, not not it got me excited not just for, oh, here's the finale fight of this movie. It got me excited because you could see the potential of what could be in future Star Wars films. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That visual shot. Could be another Sith from another story versus another Jedi, for, or you know, or someone powerful in the Force, from another story with new, interesting characters, mm. with new adventures, not coasting on the old school. And that's kind of what I looked at, and I was just like, "Oh, what could we have?" You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: I wasn't like, "Oh my God, Ray versus Kylo." Oh, yeah. I wasn't orgasming because of that. I was more like, this is what should be. Mm -hmm. Visually, we have the technology. The directors, you know, we have it. Let's make some good Star Wars movies here with new characters, interesting characters, a a, a great story. Let's go on another adventure with another crew. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I fanboyed out a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. Now, revisiting it again... Reality has set in, <laughs> and Lady Blood's pretty much gonna break it down her reaction to the trailer, and and I'll jump in whenever needed. Okay, now
1: that wasn't a trailer. That was not yeah. a trailer. That right. was um, that was a really nice orchestral piece of Star Wars music, starting off with the Yoda theme, which very nicely slowly merged into Ray's theme for no apparent reason. But I forgave it because I happen to like both of those themes very much. Uh, which consisted mostly of three much better films merging into three (laughs) not-so-great films and then merging into what we have now, which isn't much. Um, Basically, it reminded me of Ghostbusters' 2016 trailer, where we do not have the confidence in our own project right now Mm. to think that people are on board with what we're doing, so let the nostalgia flow right and right. You, you remember all this stuff this is why you're here remember right. all this but mm-hmm. the problem is i think i think they they know that they've fucked up a lot of their fans faith yeah. you know i mean some mm-hmm. a lot of them are still around right and you know there's never there's never everybody's abandoned the fan base it's never like that there's always going to yeah. be it's always going to be split Everything yes. is always going to have two sides. Oh yeah, there's
0: a lot of huge fans yes. of the Last Jedi.
1: and I just thought this was not. I didn't feel like this was a trailer. I thought this right. was
0: just. It w- it really wasn't.
1: I felt like this was a promotional. This would have been more of a teaser. Than yeah. Anything.
0: or a TV spot.
1: This this had yeah. no, this told me absolutely nothing about mm. the film. Right. I have no idea where this movie is going. Yeah. And not in a good way. Right. Like, we were just talking about Joker. Right. I I feel confident that I'm going to walk in being pleasantly surprised to Joker. Where this this movie, I feel like this this film, this franchise, this last trilogy has been rudderless since the get go. Now, I defended uh, The Force Awakens. We both did. I defended it for tugging on nostalgia because I felt like the fan base was... It had to happen. I felt like the fan base after the second trilogy was traumatized and bitter after what happened. Mm -hmm. And they needed to be reassured that things were going to be okay. And that's why they needed to kind of...
0: Play it safe.
1: They needed to play it safe and they needed to rely on... 70 parts nostalgia and the rest on their own characters. And I thought after that, we would be done with it and we'd be able to go tell our own story. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, what ended up coming about was that we never had a direction. We never had any... We never really had a a particular direction we were going to go with any of our characters that we introduced in this story. And I know George Lucas always said that his 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 original films there were always nine parts and he always knew the direction that they were always going to go even though he started with episode four and he allegedly always knew where the beginning middle and end was and all Mm -hmm. that and if you believe what he says episode four even though you could very well end on episode four the way Mm -hmm. it ends even though darth vader is still alive uh... Obviously, episode five comes along, which leads directly into episode six, and they're pretty fluid mm-hmm. okay there was a clear direction for that trilogy right and I hate to say it, but episodes one, two and three clear direction. yeah I hate to defend the that second trilogy, but right. you you knew where everyone was going and that there was a reason for yep. what was happening this new trilogy we never once had that anything right. that was supposed to maybe have happened oh well, we're gonna subvert all of your expectations because you'll never see it coming and that makes for good storytelling and so now everything that we've set up now no longer matters but now we're left with nothing right. and now we have to retcon and start over mm-hmm. and so now we're basically back to square one right so now we have one it's- movie to wrap up loose ends that we should have been halfway done with the story by
2: mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm.
1: and I again I don't know where this is going. I don't give a shit about that bullshit. Dark Ray, the 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 Dark Ray cloak right. and the and the double lightsaber, the Sith crap. I don't care because no. it's probably all bullshit. It's probably right. yeah, it is. It's probably her <laughs> facing her dark side and well, all that.
0: Well, this is I got to cut in here and and uh and stop bring up sexy sumo. Oh, here. yeah. So, uh, sexy sumo, like me. We're a fan of the glowy sticks,
2: <laughs>
0: and <laughs> we were talking about the the, the bootleg trailer. we do not even call this a trailer anymore. Mm. Uh, bootleg trailer of uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker. So we were talking about the whole Ray Sith Sith Ray or whatever, and he was like, "Oh, it's probably a dream sequence. Obviously, the, the, Disney does not have the balls to have." Uh, I would be stunned because it says Rise of Skywalker
2: mm-hmm.
0: that Ray becomes Sith Ray, and what you call since he's technically a Skywalker yeah. goes to the light. I would that is huge balls. I would be stunned if they pulled that off. And
1: I'm going to add to that when you're done with your okay, story. Okay.
0: Okay. So anyway, so he's like, oh, it's a dream sequence, and I was like, well, you know, it's probably time travel, and then when they do, when they travel in time we'll probably see a, a, an alternate version of ray at some point and that's probably what we're looking at what if ray went to the dark side around this time and he goes time travel and i'm like yeah supposedly the rumor is that they're they're going to have time travel in this new movie and his reaction was great sexy sumo did this he went no it was hilarious it was hilarious. He was like, "No, no, 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 Star Trek. That's ta- that's Star Trek. Yeah. Time travel is Star Trek." Wow. Okay. Star Trek. Yeah. And and supposedly in Star Wars Rebels, the animated series, they kind of brought in time travel a little bit already before this even happened. So is that where they're doing? Is that where yeah. your retcon comes but, in? Okay,
1: I've never, time travel? I've never seen any of the Star Wars animated series, but my understanding is most of them are pretty good.
0: I enjoyed Clone Wars. Okay. Take so, out the Jar Jar Bank episodes. So Clone if, Wars was good.
1: Most of them are pretty good, and I'm gonna assume it's because they were earned. Yeah. They were developed.
0: Character development. There
1: were stories mm-hmm. that were well crafted and well told and well executed. Yes. Well this movie these movies haven't earned that. And back to the whole what would have been interesting about Ray going dark and kylo coming back is that they should have already been almost switched by now yeah it's they already late. in at some point when they were going doing their little mental yeah. gym, gym their, their mental gymnastics going back and forth with each other in, mm-hmm. in last jedi last jedi some point it should have already been happening and mm-hmm. by the end of the last jedi right there should have been that moment where right. you didn't know where either of them were at mentally we didn't have any of that no because there the focus was all over the place by the end of that mm-hmm. movie ray so
0: ray had absolutely no character arc
1: so again that whole movie of so the last jedi. so again we're back to square one mm-hmm. by this next film yeah And we have two and a half hours to redo a whole mess of bullshit, forget a whole other mess of bullshit ever happened in the last film that we had. So I don't know where this is going. I don't know how it's going to end. Again, not in the good way that I would like for it to go. Right. So, I mean, I'm still going to go see it, obviously, because I I have to. I
0: hope it's at least better than The Last Jedi, and we have at least a solid conclusion I mean, I know, I, my expectations are back to low again, I once reality has set in.
1: I know they're going to try real hard. Well, they have to at this point. Yeah. I mean, as, even though Last Jedi wasn't a flop, but a, enough people hated it to where they they have a lot of tweaking to do.
0: Yeah, they do.
1: They have a lot of shit that they... I mean, why would they have brought J.J. J. J. Abrams back in right. the first place? Right. You know, it's true. if they didn't... That
0: was get, panic mode right there.
1: Pretty much. Yeah.
0: And it's, it's it's interesting that you brought up earlier about the, you don't want to defend the prequels.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you're not
2: alone.
0: You are not alone. Really? There are so many people that are like, well, the Disney trilogy, they they started out decent. Uh-huh. And they fucked it up. And split the Star Wars universe to where they may not be repair worthy now. Like the Star Wars universe is, where, where are we going? What the fuck? Okay, we're back to square one. What is happening? Uh-huh. That now we have more defenders of the prequels now. Now we have more defenders of George Lucas's right. episode one to three now in comparison to this Disney trilogy.
1: Well for me it's almost it's almost like The Predator versus I can't
0: I can't argue with it's it. It's
1: almost like The Predator versus Predators. Where I don't care for either movie. Right. But when you compare them structurally, yeah. Predators makes more sense.
0: It's true.
1: Predators from start to finish is more of a film that's true it tells an actual story and you know where it's going and it yeah. makes it fucking sense
0: Pre- predators doesn't ruin the fucking lore <laughs> of the predators unlike in the predator uh, they ruined the fucking reason they're badass and cool just destroyed all of that
1: but as usual we digress
0: oh my god anyway right. that's another video hey, we did a review on it yeah Watch our review of The Predator if you haven't already. Okay. Yeah, so that's what we think of Rise of Skywalker footage. Um, Reality has sunk back in and my expectations are low again. So hopefully, again, we will be pleasantly surprised. Now, speaking of pleasantly surprised, the fucking Mandalorian series on Disney+. Plus. We saw the trailer of that. Yes. That looks like... This is what I what I mentioned earlier with that brief snippet of hope, yeah. visually of let's go off and meet new characters, yes. let's go off and experience new adventures, right? Yes. With good writing and good character development and badass action, and all that good shit. Yes. The Mandalorian might be our cup of tea. Yes. That trailer looked amazing. Visually, it did not look like a cheap piece of shit. They just well, it's Star Wars. The, the, they're coming to see the glowy sticks. Right. So let's get some cheap bootleg Batwoman oh God. budget, okay, <laughs> and have a cheap sets. No, sets look good, yeah. costumes look good. we got actual real
1: actors that can act yeah.
0: in here. And I think Pedro is going to do a great job.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep in mind, I'm not. Visual, even even the special CGI special effects. Yeah. Do not look cheap. Yeah. Keep in mind, me personally. This
0: looked better than Solo. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> well. But go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Keep in mind, I, <laughs> I I have nothing against people who who love Boba Fett. Yeah. But I don't understand why people love Boba Fett so much. Right, right. Okay. Right. I don't get it. I mean, right. but remember, I didn't grow up on... He, I just... Okay, he looks he looks cool. Yeah. And? Okay.
0: Well, okay. apparently in the lore.
1: Okay, but... With five billion you, magazines yeah, and comics if, and books. If you just watch... He did not movie die movies.
0: in Return of the Jedi. Uh,
1: only, only if you don't... Just watch the movies, then. <laughs> if you go off and you, you read the books and this and that, okay. But, yeah. so I get it, but I don't get it. So I am not a fan of right. the whole... Well,
0: this is a... No, not, I, know, I
1: know it's not Boba Fett. Yeah. I know it's not Boba Fett, but you might think, well, I love Boba Fett, so yeah, I'm going to love the Metal Warren because he yeah. comes from all that whatever, yeah, the, whatever, Yeah, the, the
0: bounty hunter sect right. of Star Wars.
1: So this is not me... I, I have no attachment to any right. of that. Right, right, This legitimately just looks fascinating. <laughs> yeah! I, and that's wa- all it I've, needs to do. I've been wanting Star Wars to go off and do their own thing. Yes. Even though, even though uh, uh, Rogue One was, yeah. um, even though it was part, technically part of A New Hope. Right. It was a prequel, obviously. Mm-hmm. It was still its own thing. Yes, it was. And that's why I loved it so much. Yeah. And that, and, fucking everybody died and it was like you couldn't you couldn't have a better ending for that for me i would have to
0: i would have to say out of all of the disney era star wars films that we have yeah rogue one is the best
1: it's my favorite
0: yeah it's as of right now
1: yeah
0: rogue one is 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 the best it's
1: definitely my personal favorite because
0: they took risks yeah and it had balls. Yes. Yeah. And so. it
1: was it was off on its own little mission. Yeah. And it, it didn't. And it's, rely... even though
0: it was part of the, yeah. the the original trilogy, it still kind of felt like its own thing. It like, did for me. Like it, you said. Yeah, it yeah. did for me. It and felt like a, a one-off movie, a yeah. spin-off film.
1: Yeah, it didn't have to rely too too heavily off of nostalgia because yeah. you know, everybody. I don't to...
0: understand how some people are so disappointed with that movie. And they ragged on it so much. No, that's fine to each his own.
2: Yeah. If you don't like
0: it, that's fine. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that hate Empire Strikes Back and they think it's a piece of shit. Oh, it's
1: boring. <laughs> yeah, no and action. that's perfectly fine. They don't usually, Just don't talk they, to me. They don't use their lightsabers <laughs> enough at Empire yeah, don't Strikes Don't message me,
0: back. Yeah, if that's how you feel. <laughs>
1: they don't flip enough when they fight with their lightsabers, so it's boring. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's people out there that, that hate Empire Strikes Back because it's boring. Anyway, they missed the whole fucking point.
1: Anyway, it was fine. Anyway.
0: Um, but okay. yeah, I mean, uh, it felt different.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's why I liked Rogue One.
1: Yeah.
0: It played with nostalgia. The Darth Vader scene, we all orgasmed.
1: Yeah.
0: And But it, it didn't rub it in your face that much, the nostalgia part.
1: Yeah. Remember
0: this? Remember this? Remember this? Yeah. Remember this? It wasn't the whole entire fucking movie. Yeah.
1: And, again, that's why I've been wanting Star Wars to be able yeah. to go off. And, and that's the one thing that this new trilogy has yeah. not been able to do. It's not allowed itself to do it. And so this, The, the Mandalorian, right. is basically what I've been wanting. Yes. You're still in the Star Wars universe. Yes. You're well within the lore. Yeah. But you are just off doing your own thing. People can mm. die. People can get fucked up. Yeah. Anything can happen. Right. You know, it, yeah. it looks it looks great. Like you said, it doesn't look cheap. Um, I'm very, very, very tempted to drink the Kool Aid and pay for the subscription. I'm 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 about you might have to. I'm about two more shows away after hearing about um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'm close. Right. Because Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Those two together. I'm, mm, right. I love so them. you're
0: done with the future of MCU in with- terms of films.
1: Because my characters are gone. No, I'm just saying. Yes. But because you- my characters are gone. Captain right. America is gone. Right. Uh but you know, Soldier my- is gone. Everybody's gone. Like they they don't have any more future movies. Right. It, they they're not involved anymore. Vision's dead. But
0: you're excited about the TV version of If the Sam
1: and and Bucky are in a show together. fucking Absolutely, I will be there. Yeah. I love those two together. They were cracking me up in in, in Winter Soldier and Civil War. Oh my God! Well, not, not Civil Winter War Civil, in Civil War. Yeah, Civil War. Yeah. They had the. They had the. <laughs> the unspoken nice yeah. head bobbing scene when they were when Sarah um, the cat, was, cat was, was, girl. Was, was kissing the blonde yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh my god they're going to
0: be fun together they're going to yes. be fun together but yeah there's there's that show and the mandalorian so we might
1: might have
2: to give We
0: might in. have to give in. Give in. At least give it a shot for a while, and if it goes to shit, like Game of Thrones, oh, fuck Game of Thrones. Oh, did you yeah. know that? I just want to throw that did in you there. All, did
1: y'all know that? Game of yeah. Thrones
0: had a fuck shitty... Fuck Game of Thrones.
1: Game of Thrones had a shitty ending, and, yeah. and Fat Samurai hates it with a passion. Now, anybody who wants a free copy of uh, any of the <laughs> early Game of Thrones Blu-rays, uh, he might be in the... In the <laughs> uh, we'll
0: see. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. Oh, God. Anyway, anyway, uh, enough with that Season 8 bullshit of Game of Thrones. Now we're going to talk about Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. That's the name of it, right?
2: Uh Uh-huh.
0: Okay. All right. Another trailer reaction we didn't get a chance to do. Mm. I think a lot of people would have been pissed off with our reaction. But here's the thing. Don't worry.
1: You can still get pissed off right now.
0: Yeah, you get pissed off right now. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, when we watched the first one, the first trailer for Terminator Dark Fate, um, it looked interesting. I was like, okay, look, I don't like the way the, 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 the new Terminator looks. Tijuan Juan is what Angry Joe called him.
1: <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> I don't like the way he, he looks. He looks so generic. Oh, God, I was dying for Robert Patrick so bad. I mean, he, 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 come on. This is supposed to be the killer fucking robot. This is the killer fucking robot, man. Not somebody that works at fucking... the post office or some shit. The Geek Squad. The geek Squad. Yeah, I mean... I, now, I did appreciate this actor's work on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when I used to watch the show. I haven't stuck with the show since his season. And that's because this actor played a different version of Ghost Rider. He did not play Johnny Blaze. Um, but the character he played was interesting. Okay, He wasn't supposed to be a killer, badass robot. all right. Mm-hmm. But when he transformed into Ghost Rider, that's when he became badass. So just because somebody transforms into a cool CGI character doesn't mean you cast that actor as being your killer fucking antagonist the whole movie. And yeah, he's CG enhanced, and that CGI did not look good. Mm-hmm. It did not look good. When you would just see full him full body Mm. as the the human form. Mm. The CGI did not look good. So anyway, first trailer, it looked interesting. It didn't really show us that much. It's always great to see Arnold back. I'm a huge Arnie fan, so of course I'm a sucker for that. So now we have arrived with the second trailer. Now, I would have to admit, it does look better than the first trailer. Uh, That was my reaction. (laughs) Lady us go tell she's gonna tell her side of the story. But that was how that as soon as that trailer ended, I was like, okay, that looks a little bit better than the first teaser. And then reality, (laughs) again, it Oh my god,
1: reality (laughs) and you, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong. There's so many people out there that are so fucking excited for this movie, and that's perfectly fine, guys, because at this point. They set the bar so fucking low with all these disappointing sequels and reboots and prequel bullshit with Terminator 3, Salvation, and Genesis. They set the bar so low, there's no other place to go but up. And so, I think that's what it is. I think everyone's just like, Jesus Christ, those last Terminator movies are so bad. They've ruined the franchise, they killed everything. We need to do, like, Halloween and do a what if... And erase all these fucking bad sequels, reboots, prequels, and let's start over. And this sequel's the second Terminator film, okay? And so I think that's what it is. Nostalgia, here's Arnie. Nostalgia, here's Linda Hamilton reprising her iconic role of Sarah Connor. It's great to see her. She's a fucking badass. And I think that's why people are excited, and that's perfectly fine. I got more excited when I, earlier when I found out that again this is rated R. Mm. That's so. Oh my God! Mm. What was the last rated R Terminator movie we had? Was it three? I don't. If, if three was R, that was a soft R. Yeah, I don't
2: remember. Yeah, that
0: was a soft R. So, anyway, I think Terminator Salvation was was PG-13, but they released an unrated bullshit version.
1: Yeah, it was one of those. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Back when rated R movies were badass, you know Terminator One, One and Two Days. It's it, it's playing off our nostalgia. I'm happy it's it's R-rated, and it did show us a little bit more just to see what's going on here. But reality has set in again, and watching it again. And uh, Lady
1: Fat Blood, go ahead. Oh God! All right, let the hate train go running. Um. <laughs> Yeah, the the first trailer, um, I, I didn't really think much of it. I don't like the new design of the uh, the new Terminator. t Juan? Yeah, I, I don't like him in his um, skeletal form. I think he's ugly. And I think that's one of the things about... This
0: boring and generic, man. Well,
1: I mean, like the actual skeletal yeah. form. Yeah, like, that's one just... of the things about the, the original Terminator is that he's always been terrifying but beautiful by yeah. design. And he looks disgusting. I hate it. and um, I'm not gonna lie i I had I had the the worst feeling the first time I saw the trailer for Genesis. I yeah. had a bad feeling about it and okay. i I have close to the same feeling about this, and I was right about Genesis right. and you know again, I went in not expecting anything from Genesis, and I was still sickened and disappointed by it so. I'm I'm going in with this, not expecting anything. The second trailer did absolutely nothing for me, uh-huh. um, except it pissed me off about how irrelevant we're making Sarah Connor. Um,
0: nothing she did matters. It
1: that's that's, that's what it's feeling like. Yeah. Um I know they're going to be going through a lot of retconning gymnastics to make all of this to attempt to make all of this make sense. I get it. We always postpone Judgment Day. That was half of the fucking plot of Terminator 3. So we're basically rehashing plots from movies that we're trying to forget about. Right. Okay, fine. Not sure. just Terminator 3. Sure, great. Termin- oh, yeah.
0: Terminator Salvation.
1: Yeah, that's that's the point. Well, the thing with Terminator 3 was that they postponed it and then it still happened.
0: Right. Like, Terminator
1: in- Terminator 2, they postponed it, but in, by the end of Terminator 3 it happened anyway. It and was so,
0: inevitable. And
1: so Terminator 4 it happened already. And right. so okay, But fine. no, the
0: the whole the uh the the new protector of generic girl number 5. Mm. Mm-hmm in the movie. Mm -hmm. She says the same exact shit that Sam Unworthington said in Terminator Salvation. I am human, I'm not. It's the same shit.
1: except he really was a Terminator. He just didn't know. I'm just saying it it
2: sounds
0: familiar. You're
1: right, it does, except she allegedly is just robotically enhanced. Oh, okay, so in the future we've got scrappy human rebels fighting Skynet. But we can, we can robotically enhance them now. So why don't we just do that to all of them now? She's
0: probably the only one they could have made.
1: How convenient! Yes. That's really. I'm sure <laughs> we're gonna have a great explanation and she's why the only one they could
0: send back in time. And they
1: had to do it to a 98 pound skinny bitch. <laughs> Okay, we couldn't do it to someone. Gina Carano. We couldn't do it to someone who looked like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. am I being sexist? Oh, what women can't fight? Okay, fine. Gina Carano. Fine. Someone. Whatever. Fine. Okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it just I, I when I when I heard. But
0: there's more convincing badass female actresses out yeah, there. Yeah, there are. Or martial artists. No, they there, are. there are. Something.
1: But, you know, when I, when I first heard that they were making another Terminator film and they were yes. scrapping Genesis because they knew the dumpster fire on that one didn't work, and they were bringing back fucking Linda Hamilton, I wasn't excited. Yeah. I was sad.
2: Yeah.
1: And I, you, you gotta remember, I, I love Linda Hamilton. I yeah. grew up watching her on various things when I was little, and I adore the woman and this just makes me sad that they pulled her out of retirement for this. I don't right. care how much money she's making. I mean good for her. Put yeah. her kids through whatever. I don't yeah. care. But I mean, I mean we're
0: still going to go see it.
1: Of course we and are. We're, still... we're morons! Of course we're going to go see it. <laughs> well,
0: but. you know as bad as Genesis was, the light at the end of the tunnel was again Arnold.
1: Uh-huh.
0: He was really the only reason to watch that film. He was the only entertaining aspect to the movie.
1: So, so here's my question. Okay. Okay, so, so the first cut of the first trailer that we saw, it made it look like Linda, or Sarah, was taking them to somebody who could help. Okay. And it made it look like she was taking them to Arnold. Okay, that okay. was how the first trailer was cut. Okay. Well, in this one, they just show up at his cabin, and then she goes to try to shotgun him. Yeah, I
2: was
0: confused by that. Okay.
1: Now, here's my question. Okay. Are they going to pull the fucking Salvation or... No, no, no. No, no, no. Which which movie was it? Refresh my memory. I'll try. Which movie was it where they reprogram the the, the T-800 and it's... No, it's Terminator 3. Okay. It's Terminator 3. Right. Because... Okay, it's Terminator 3 because they 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 Skynet gets a hold of the same model that looks just like the one that got sent back in time to they had save the relationship him. with John. Right. And so John, right. adult John freaks out and trusts him for a second and then he kills John Connor right. in the future. Right. John Connor's wife reprograms him sends him back into the past right to protect him and do whatever yeah
0: that was Terminator. 3. so
1: are you telling me that they do that same shit here and that's the same terminator that kills john connor now are they pulling that because why did she go to shoot him that
0: was i was gonna ask you that
1: why did she shoot him because by her perception yeah he was a good guy yeah. by the time he died at the end of terminator 2
0: yeah, and... So yeah. did
1: they pull that where we're, he went back in time and shot John Connor, and she didn't kill him?
0: I guess we're going to have to find out. We're going
1: to be doing some amazing gymnastics <laughs> in this film. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And but, I know even, this, movie, this movie went yeah. through some colossal reshoots, too. Oh, no. It did. So we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna oh have no. a real fun click and paste on Director this Director of
0: Deadpool, what did you do?
1: Uh, I'm just telling you. It's been but yeah, I was, I It's was, been an interesting ride.
0: I was kind of confused why she was trying to kill him because at least because maybe, maybe you're on to something. Maybe he did kill. Maybe he is the one that killed John. So Jonah.
1: again, we're going back to Terminator three plot points. Again, just <laughs> speculation. Yeah,
0: it's like it's, if she, not not just reacting to shoot him uh, because uh, well what I'm, what I'm trying to say is he got dropped in, mm-hmm. the,
1: in the in the steel, yeah.
0: Right. The steel mill, uh-huh. and, 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 just, and and just terminated himself, yes. right?
1: Yes. So,
0: if anything, she should be like surprised to see him. Like, what are you doing? Still alive?
1: Even though in the first cut, <laughs> even though in the first cut, she knows he's obviously. Oh,
0: oh don't forget about the line too. Which one? Later in the trailer, she tells him, you know when this is all over, I'm going to have to kill you, right? And he goes, I am completely okay
1: with that. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's almost like, because we know know Edward Furlong in some capacity is showing up and we know he's going to die. We yeah. know John Connor dies. Yes, we know this because he's all not the plot up. leaks have yeah. happened. Right, we know this. That's why we have the new wait, the new young girl. Yeah, that is the new future. Generic
0: girl number five.
2: That's
1: the new future of the savior of right. the planet. Blah blah blah. Yeah, we know this. Right. So that's my theory is, and that's why we have now a new old Terminator. Is that where we went through Terminator Three logic, where they programmed another T eight hundred Arnold model, sent him back. Killed young John Connor, I guess.
0: Kinda makes sense. But for some
1: reason Sarah didn't kill him. He somehow escapes and lives his life out in the woods now and becomes old because he He, can grow old because his his skin is real.
0: He retired. I guess. He retired in Big Bear.
1: Oh my god, this is gonna be fascinating. (laughs) This you know what? Fuck it. This is gonna be the most fascinating film of twenty nineteen. I take it back. Fuck you, Joker. You. Your your intrigue has got nothing on the mental illnesses oh, that will have to be provided to watch this movie in Terminator Dark Fate.
0: But, you know, back to not doing a trailer reaction for the film. Yeah. I didn't get the script done yet on yeah. how to react uh, for yeah. all the moments in the film. So yeah. I'm, just rem- I'm just letting you know that's why we didn't do one. Because awesome. I didn't get a chance to sit down and write every single script yeah, 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 reaction. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah to everything so. That's fine. I <laughs> it but anyway yeah so reality has set in um, again expectations are low uh, for this new one
1: I'm expecting a ride <laughs> I just what
0: I don't want which probably will happen is if we just shit on the first two films and ruin what was special about the first two films
1: and that's why my investment always yeah. ends after part two now
0: here's the defenders of this movie and it's it's okay guys if you guys are excited and you defend this and you're huge fans of Avatar it's fine okay to each his own but the defenders of the film is that James Cameron is back James Cameron is writing the story James Cameron and blah, 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 blah. Okay? okay that's the thing But quote what he said when Terminator Genesis came out. I
1: will also hearken you back to when Terminator Genesis came out, where James Cameron was quoted. I'll be paraphrasing this, but he was basically saying that he has not felt since he has not felt in these last several sequel, two sequels, that they were in the spirit of Terminator. This movie, Terminator Genesis, actually feels like it is back in the Terminator spirit. So he was basically backing and supporting Terminator Genesis. Yeah, is what it was.
0: Basically, he was very positive about the plot. He was. He was of Genesis. It. He was
1: defending it. He, he was, was endorsing def- it. James
0: Cameron was basically defending the plot and the story of Terminator Genesis. So just remember that, guys. <laughs> this happened, okay? And he's attached to this project, but there's a whole other names there too. When it comes to story by, I don't know if you noticed that in the trailer. No. We'll get the credits. Story by James Cameron, and then blah da 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 da. Oh, that's
1: always a fantastic. Yes. Oh, yes. Great. And
0: I I, 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 I hate to be a Debbie Downer again, but James Cameron hasn't made a good movie since True Lies. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will take the Abyss over Avatar any day. But that's just our personal opinion. But you can't. This is, nostal- and, and, this is nostalgia. And, and, yeah, we can't. We cannot be yeah. fooled by this. Yeah. We have to set our expectations low. We have to. Yeah. Just just so we're not shattered when we go into this. Unless you're going to see it now just to see how bad of a dumpster fire it is.
1: I'm I'm going into this with Terminator Genesis eyes. Okay. Where I I already, again when I when I see a trailer. Like I, it, it, like I said, when I first saw the trailer for Genesis, I had this terrible feeling, just because the concept alone was just yeah. like, ooh, I don't like this at all. I had the same feeling when I saw the trailer for Venom, when I saw the trailer for The Predator. I had the same feeling with all those movies, yeah. and unfortunately, I was pretty much correct mm-hmm. on all of them. Yeah. And
0: Did you have that same feeling for Alien Covenant, or you actually was looking forward to that one?
1: I had... It's been my, a I had my trepidations about Alien Covenant because it was reminding me too much of Alien, mm-hmm. and it's like I wanted a sequel to Prometheus.
2: Yeah,
1: I didn't want a sequel to. I didn't want I I didn't want something going more towards right Alien. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. I I actually wanted more something in the, in the Prometheus thing, yeah. and I got God fuck Prometheus. They, that that movie yeah. doesn't matter anymore. Well,
0: they fucked that franchise up too. So aliens fucked.
1: No, so yeah, it's, all, it's all done. Predators so, fucked. None of it matters. And, and is, now is Disney it? Disney owns them both, and so now <laughs> it really really doesn't matter. Disney has become the empire, like they always wanted to. And pretty soon we'll all be owned and sponsored by Disney, and we won't be able to say fuck anymore because that's not family friendly. Oh,
0: uh, but anyway, 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 yeah. So we're just gonna we're still gonna see the film. We're still gonna give it a shot, just out of curiosity. But our expectations are low. All right, next up is Dolomite is my name and they got a biopic movie on Netflix is my game.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. I just saw the trailer. Yes. And it looks adorable. Right. I'm I'm looking forward to this. Yes,
0: it, it looks like uh, I don't know how many years has gone by since Pluto Nash. Oh
1: no! Maybe
0: during Pluto Nash.
1: <laughs> oh sweet Jesus! Hey, guess what?
0: <laughs> I know guess
1: you saw what? that theater. I, I, yeah. I was, I was. Uh, uh, a guy
0: took Lady Fatblood on a date.
1: It was not supposed. This is before be a me. Date.
0: It's before I came around. It wasn't around. even
1: supposed to be a date because Lady Fatblood. <laughs> fun fact: Lady Fatblood's an idiot. <laughs> and Lady Fatblood doesn't know when people are interested in her. <laughs> and um so yeah this, I know
0: this. No kid, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boom. Boom. so this this guy, this guy like just asked me to go check out something at a mall and then it turned into dinner. Yeah. And then, oh hey, you wanna go check out a movie after dinner? And I'm like, yeah, yeah sure, I'm not doing <laughs> What's playing? Oh, with this thing called Pluto Nash. I'd never heard of Pluto Nash. Didn't have cable at the time. Had never seen... I was also working, and at the time, I just wasn't watching a lot of TV. Yeah. So I'd never heard of Pluto Nash. (laughs) And oh my God. Oh my God.
0: That's another review.
1: Randy Quaid. Yeah. Jeez, I had never felt... That's another video. I had never felt so sad for an actor in my entire life. So embarrassed. Oh my God. That was an experience... That was an experience and then I I was at the I was at the Ontario Mills Mall yeah no. and we were parked you know how big that mall is yeah and yeah, that whole yeah shopping center yeah well I, I got to walk from the theater by myself uh-huh. at 10 o'clock at night uh-huh. all the way back to my car by myself. That's how well the date went. Just so oh. you know. Yeah, it didn't go what anywhere. What an asshole. It didn't go anywhere. So what? That's what I'm saying. It didn't go anywhere.
0: He <laughs> should have at least been a gentleman and walked you to your car. That's what I'm saying. You weren't being a bitch to him. Didn't go anywhere. Wow. Pluto Nash. There you go, folks. <laughs> Pluto Nash was that bad, it ruined future relationships.
1: <laughs> to my benefit. <laughs> All right. No, my, so, my casual uh, uh, not even noticing if he was even interested in me is what ruined that. But anyway.
0: Still. <laughs> still. He could have been a gentleman.
1: He was a foot shorter than I was. He still, so he didn't have a hey. chance. <laughs> I was going to protect myself in that situation.
0: Still, he did. All right. <laughs> hey. The benefits
1: of podcasts, oh guys. You're going to hear all
0: kinds of stories. God, anyway. Still, he could have been a gentleman and walked you to your car. Oh, my all God, right.
1: anyway.
0: All right. Um, so anyway, a lot of people uh, assume that the beginning of the end for Eddie Murphy was Pluto Nash. Mm. That was when the downward, downward spiral uh, happened with his career. Woof. And it was nothing but bombs. And uh, it wasn't looking too good. And, it and, and And I would like to create this. It's called Bruce Willis. Um, <laughs> what, am I, what am I trying to say?
1: Bruce Willis ism, ism, or syndrome?
0: Syndrome. Okay. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna create this. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm a huge fan of early Bruce Willis's work.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Bruce Willis to start, decided to stop acting after Looper.
1: Even though he still continues to make movies every yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Looper was the last movie he said, "I'm gonna put on a good performance." <laughs> Yeah, so, Eddie Murphy got Bruce Willis Syndrome and uh, decided to not care, give a shit, in all his movies after Pluto Nash. But, again, the light at the end of the tunnel out of nowhere, we get this Netflix uh, movie, Dolomite, based off of the... It's a biopic based off the comedic, uh, or some would say failed comedian at the time, that decided to take a huge risk and make movies... And now all of his movies are cult classics. Now, Do- the original Dolomite, the character he created, he made a movie off of that. And then this spin off into Petey Wheat Straw, the devil's son-in-law, and the human tornado, and disco godfather. And at the time, many I got a story for you guys. Many, many, many years ago, <laughs> uh, uh, I guess... At the time back then, people enjoyed my reactions to things, I
2: guess.
0: (laughs) Because the cranky critic and his uh, friend Thomas decided to torture me. It was like, nah, let's torture Samurai today. And so we go to the video store, they rent some movies, and they came back to the pad, and they popped in a movie called Petey Wheatstraw and the Devil's Son-in-Law. Or the Devil's Son-in-Law. And (laughs) starring Rudy Ray Moore... And they put it in, and they knew it was bad. That's why they rented it. They wanted to torture me. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm watching this movie like, what is this horribleness? This is trash, garbage, what is this? And they're, they were having the time of their lives because they were watching me <laughs> and laughing at me being in pain and suffering through this movie. Little did I know that I was watching something genius. Mm-hmm. It took a couple of years later when my, uh, my uh, brother-in-law, who was a huge fan of Rudy Ray Moore, <laughs> sat down and showed me the movie Dolomite. And then I got it. I didn't get it at first, but then I finally got it. It's supposed to be bad, the kung fu supposed to be garbage, and there's some legitimate actual comedy in there. Like, oh my god, this is hilarious. I don't know if you guys know this, but the Old Dirty Bastard, uh, rest in peace, His um, one of his music videos that used to premiere on MTV had footage of Dolomite in there and that was kind of like the first time I noticed scenes from that movie. He was splicing in clips from that movie. So Dolomite has a huge fan base, Rudy Ray Moore. Um, cult classic and that's what this movie's about. It's a biopic on Rudy Ray Moore's career and for the first time ever I don't see Bruce Willis syndrome
2: yeah. and
0: Eddie Murphy. He looks he looks happy to be there. Mm-hmm. He looks happy to, to act. And we got some other big names in here. We got Wesley Snipes in here.
1: yeah Snoop Dogg. Deciding to act too. Yeah, Wesley to Snipes deciding to act. To act. <laughs> Another guy. Yeah.
0: yeah, so it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, if we get a chance, we we'll, we'll, we'll might do a review. We'll see. Uh, but highly recommend you guys uh, watch the film, and if you're curious of the type of comedy uh, Rudy Ray Moore brought, watch uh, Red Letter Media's Petey Wheatstraw, Straw, uh, The Devil's Son-in-Law review, and you could see the reactions and see their review. Just see parts of the film, and you'll 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 get it, and you'll you'll get it instantly. It took me a long time to get it, but uh, better late than never. Better late than never. All right. Here's some movie news that uh, Lady Fat Blood is really excited about: the fourth Matrix film. Her favorite franchise. Oh my
1: god! We don't need to go.
0: <laughs> Leo, I'm sorry. No, I know you're listening. We don't need. It's okay. To. All right.
1: We've already gotten enough hate from me. <laughs> it's fine. I don't need to add to this. All right.
0: I don't really have that much to say. The only thing I have to say is why not? Why not? Okay. I own all three movies, and *In a Matrix*, and the first *Matrix* film. I will defend, and it's still a great movie. Uh, the this, this set the second movie. Here's another story for you guys: *Matrix Reloaded*. Uh, I was was one of the longest lines I ever stood in. I think *Batman Forever* was the longest movie line I stood in, M- more than *Transformers* one. Uh, Batman, I know, right? Batman Forever <laughs> was the longest line I ever stood it. But Matrix Reloaded was the second longest. Mm. And I remember seeing fanboys in the line with me. And they had magazines. And they were clutch. One of the, one, I'm not making this up. One of the boys was holding a magazine and clutching it, hugging the magazine. Because he was that much of a fan.
2: The magazine. The
0: magazine. There was a, a Matrix. It was like a sci-fi magazine. Yeah. Talking about Reloaded and he's reading it and talking to his friends and he was so excited and I, I saw him hug it. Oh. He was like, oh! oh. Yeah, this happened. And it's fine. Oh, they're just they're just huge fans. Okay. It's okay. fine. I just want to tell you guys. That's what I experienced. Matrix Reloaded was probably the first time where I was really looking forward to a sequel. And I almost screamed out. If you guys know Fat Samurai Guy, I'm very respectful in the movie theater. I'm not an asshole. I'm not a dick. I don't talk and be loud and be a dick and and just be a dick. Mm -hmm. Okay? I'm very respectful. Now, Matrix Reloaded was the first time where I was in, in a movie theater and I wanted to scream out loudly so that everyone could hear what the fuck is going on. I never experienced that feeling before oh. and it was during that fucking Neil talking to fucking Colonel Sanders looking yeah. character mm-hmm. and I was just like this scene is too long and what are we talking about here
1: yeah
0: right maybe I'm too dumb oh. I don't know but I'm just saying that experience the, the first Matrix film was very easy to follow mm. I think the Wachowski brothers sisters mm. whatever they are now I think they were really. I think they were too ambitious. I think they had too many ideas. Mm. I think they could have scaled it back a little bit. Okay, but there's huge fans of Matrix Reloaded, and I will and and the, the you know the franchise in general, and I will give Matrix Reloaded uh, this credit. Uh, the fight choreography was was really good. The staircase fight sequences sequence was really really badass. But the end finale action sequence on the freeway, even though I wanted to scream out what the fuck is happening, I had to take a breath at the end of that freeway action sequence from beginning to end, because it was it's amazing, and if you watch that, to th- still to this day, it is just like a holy shit, wow, I can't believe they did this back then. And uh, so if you guys haven't seen it, if you're, not, if you're not interested in the franchise, at least watch that uh, action sequence because even though it's a lot of CGI's in there, if you watch the behind the scenes footage, there was a lot of real car stunts, a lot of practical effects were used. And that's why that sequence is breathtaking. So the movie, for me, at least has that. Matrix <laughs> uh, Revolu- Re- Revelations? is it Revolutions? Revolutions. It's been a long time, guys. It's been years. Uh, that was another disappointment. Uh, visually, had some cool shit in there. CGI sequences were fine. You get cool big mechs, and you know it's the closest thing to live action anime, I guess. Uh, that looked nice, <laughs> but the, the ending to the story was so dumb. I was so dumb. Like, oh, okay, we we could obliterate humankind and mankind, you know, but we're not going to. You know, the evil machines, the AI. We're not going to, the aliens. What we're going to do is we're just, you know, thank you, Neo, the Chosen One, for getting rid of the evil virus, Agent Smith, okay, for us. Thank you for doing that. So what we're going to do is we're not going to kill you guys today. Nothing, stopped them. Nothing can stop them from killing mankind tomorrow or finish what they started. But that's how the movie ended. Like they they pick up Neil, they transport transport him somewhere. <laughs> He's the antivirus to the Agent Smith virus. It was just like, what? You don't remember any of this, do you?
1: I do. I'm, yeah. I'm, keeping, I'm just saying. I'm I was disappointed. I'm keeping quiet. I
0: was disappointed in the theater. I'm
1: giving the people what they
0: want. <laughs> anyway, I was disappointed. Okay, maybe I'll revisit it one day. But I was disappointed. Okay. It just felt like so rushed. We got to end it. Let's rush the, the fucking saga, whatever.
1: I also remember a certain female dying at the end, who's magically coming back in this fourth film. But that's none of my business.
0: Trinity. Wow, I completely forgot she died.
1: She, got <laughs> she fucking got That's entailed. how
0: much I remember this trilogy, guys. I and forgot she, Trinity she, died.
1: Neo got blinded. He lost. I minds. remember. I
0: remember blind Neo. And he
1: like blindly made his way over to yeah. her and she was like fucking impaled with those rods yeah, right. and she died like right there with him. But that's the not alien my business.
0: machines
1: not my business brought her back mm.
0: as a favor to Neil. Mm. <laughs> anyway, mm. I say why the fuck not for Matrix Four? Because one, I'd rather have a sequel than a reboot. <sighs> And they, I remember many years ago they wanted to. There was talks of a Matrix remake slash reboot, and I thought that was the worst idea ever. Nobody gives a shit about a Matrix reboot. So let's sequel it, fine. And another reason why I say why the fuck not is because Keanu Reeves is the fucking man now. He has revitalized his career. We love the John Wick films. Physically, he could still do the action, even though he's up there in age. And of course, they can CGI enhance some shit if they need to. But I'm just saying, physically, he'll be fine. But again, will the story be interesting? So we'll have to wait and find out. And Lady Fat Blood is pointing at her tongue right now. (laughs) So that's my thoughts on Matrix Four. Why the fuck not? Now, something we're actually both really interested in. This Mortal Kombat movie that's coming out. Yes. Uh, I don't know a lot of these the cast that's been casted as some of the uh, characters now. I know there's a Luke Kang, uh, there's a uh, a lot you know there's a Jax I think, and Sonya Blade. Mm. Uh, I'm not too familiar with their work, uh, but two huge things stood out. <laughs> One is the badass Joe Taslim as Sub Zero, mm. which is perfect casting. And if you're unfamiliar with Mr. Joe's work, check out a movie on Netflix called The Night Comes for Us. Yes. Or you can check out our movie review on the Movie Dojo uh, on our YouTube channel. But The Night Comes for Us is fucking brutal, badass. It's the way action movies are supposed to be. Okay. If you're sadistic. If you sad- <laughs> <laughs> if you want an extreme action film, okay, it depends on what you're looking for. But he's badass and he's perfectly casted as sub zero. And then a new reveal, one of our favorites. We've been fans of this actor for so long. And it's not just he it's not just that he's a phenomenal actor. Okay, the first Japanese to star, you know, in a Broadway show with non-Japanese cast, okay? Because he's that good, okay? It's not just because he's a fantastic actor. But, I don't know, he's one of Sonny Chiba's martial arts students?
1: It's not that he's a hot old man.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, Leif Epley got a crush.
1: He got a crush.
0: Anyway, Henry Sonata, badass know. martial art actor, has, has grown to become a, a, a real straight-up Dramatic actor, fantastic talent, this guy is. And even though he's up there in age a little bit, he has been casted as fucking Scorpion. Are you fucking kidding me right now?
1: Bizarre casting choice, but I'm, I am not going to argue. Yeah. Made an odd little quick, not odd, but quick cameo in Avengers Endgame. We were not expecting Oh, that. yeah.
2: <laughs> not Fighting in, uh,
0: Hawkeye Mm-mm. slash Ronin character in yeah. Avengers Endgame. That was fun. Uh, but yeah, he's Henry Sonata is he's the shit. Now he's, do we
1: do we have a director locked in or is this one of those I have
0: directors? not got a chance to look into I will, but I have not I haven't got a chance to really dive deep I know into this. But you know you know why? Because there's been so many, we're doing a Mortal Kombat movie, no we're not. We're doing a Mortal Kombat movie, no we're not. So I was just kind of like, I don't really want to look into it yet until we really get things going. But the fact that we're actually getting a cast already it's a good sign. Until
1: they're six weeks into filming, I don't even (laughs) want to. Right? Because I was just going to say that. It seems like Mortal Kombat has been in development hell almost since annihilation got came out and killed the franchise
0: and they tried with these you know the mortal Kombat legacy right shorts right. and some of those were a lot of fun And some of them were better than others but
2: yeah
0: um they tried to create buzz with those uh, but it just wasn't enough but yeah. but um i'm not positive maybe james wan is producer mm. he's involved somehow maybe that's what got things rolling mm. finally yeah Um, but it better be fucking rated R. It better be rated R, man. We've been waiting for a rated R Mortal Kombat for
2: years.
1: (laughs) I know, but I think that might be too wishful.
0: Well, if it's not rated R, that'll be huge. That'll be really disappointing. But as long as it's a good fucking movie with badass fight sequences, of course I'm going to be there. Yeah. But yeah, Henry Sonata as Scorpion. Yeah. So that's a little movie news uh, for today. In terms of uh, what's coming out in a uh, trailer talking. That's right. Now we're going to talk a little bit about some of the movies we recently just watched. I'm going to talk about a movie called The Shootist. Old school. And we just lost everyone right now. Yeah. <laughs> Old school John Wayne. Uh, Western. And what I didn't know, I mean, when he did this, he was really, really up there in age. And what I didn't know was he died after that movie like that was his last film
2: mm.
0: and what's not necessarily creepy but what's what's interesting and kind of you know interesting about the film while I was watching it was that his character in the movie was dying and you know he had the cancer that's what they call in the movie the cancer and uh, he played he, he's a gunfighter so he's kind of got a little bit of a celebrity and he comes into town to visit his old friend J- Jimmy Stewart, who played the doctor in the film. And he uh, checks him out. He has the cancer. And he, you know, he knew he, was, he only had maybe like a month left. So, um, interesting characters in the film. Basically, he's just kind of just waiting to die. Mm-hmm. But he wants to wrap up a few loose ends. And we have this gunfighter duel between uh, some of his rivals at the end of the film. And it was a very good movie. There was some comedy in there. Uh, you got young Clint, Clint Howard. I'm sorry. <laughs> young Ron Howard. <laughs> yeah, young Ron Howard uh, playing the, the star-struck celebrity gunfighter. Oh, I, you know, I want to be just like you kind of thing. And what's interesting at the end is, uh, I could spoil the movie for you guys. What's interesting at the end of the movie was after the duel, um, well, before that, John Wayne brings up the fact that uh, his character tells, tells Ron, you don't want to follow down my footpath of being a gunfighter. This is not the glamorous life you think it is. And he goes, guys like us, you know, we, we're, we're, we can shoot anything. We're like experts. But guys like us in the life we leave, we always get it by getting shot in the back by some nobody and I thought that was interesting that his uh, character said that because that's pretty much what happens at the end of the movie. Yeah. He takes out the two badass gunfighters that's in there, see, uh, two or three in there, in the saloon. And he wins. He's injured, but he wins and he walks out. And the bartender comes out of nowhere with a rifle and shoots him in the back. And that's how his character dies. And Ron Howard grabs his gun, uh, John Wayne's gun, and shoots the bartender. And then you he, he have this scene where he's looking down at the gun like, oh, shit, I'm becoming the you know, the, gun, the shootist. I'm becoming the gunfighter character. And then he looks at John Wayne. John Wayne looks up at him. And then he turns and throws the gun and chooses not to uh, follow that, that route.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And John Wayne yeah, kind of gives him a little wink and a nod like, good boy. You know, and then dies. Mm. And that's the end of the movie. So I thought it was it was a very, very interesting Western. It was a good Western. I'm more of a Clint Eastwood fan than a John Wayne fan, but mm. I did enjoy The Searchers and The Cowboys. And there's some definitely some good work with him. And the original True Grit mm. I enjoyed as well. So, yeah, it was The Shootist was on my list to check out when I get in that mood yeah. uh, to watch old-timey-time Westerns. And it was a good movie, very solid. But yeah, I thought that was fascinating that uh, you know he died not too long after that film. Yeah. But yeah, if you guys haven't seen the Shooters, even though I kind of spoiled it for you, go ahead and check it out. You could talk about the Exterminator Two Uncut Edition, oh, starring man. our boy Ginty.
1: Oh no.
0: Ginty! Robert
1: Ginty. There you go,
0: Robert Ginty.
1: Robert Ginty, he's the Gintiest. <laughs> MST3K joke for those of you playing along at home.
2: Um, okay,
1: so yeah, um, we we saw The Exterminator because uh, Sexy Sumo recommended it. Right. And with its cover, with a guy featuring a flamethrower, we are like, oh shit, we can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Well, come to find out, he barely uses the damn thing and we were really confused. Yeah, we were. So we look into it. And we're like, "Holy shit!" There's a sequel, and so you like immediately, you know, started looking looking for it. And I think, did you buy it from uh, one of the Germany websites? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you bought it, and we just recently finally checked it out. And um, yeah, it was it was a lot better. It was way
0: better than the first it's, one, in my um, opinion
1: come to find out the movie had a whole mess of of issues in terms of it, a whole bunch of it had to be completely reshot and re-edited and I mean we'll never know to actually
0: make some sort of sense yeah
1: we'll never know what happened like what exactly like if it was better the one way versus the other way but the version we saw which yeah. is what you mm-hmm. know, which is what they settled with <clears throat> it was Pretty coherent. Yeah. Um. It was a lot more fun, a lot more violent.
2: Yes. Uh, he Uses he, his
1: flamethrower a lot. A
2: lot. Um, yes.
0: Which was appreciated.
1: It's still it's still ridiculous uh-huh. and, and and
0: Canon films.
1: Yes. There you go. It's 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 gloriously <laughs> canon. Um, Mr. Ginty, showing some personality in this one. Yeah. Um, I would have to say this is probably the most animated. I've seen him especially yeah. compared to the first his movie. acting
0: performance was way better than the first exterminator he was just kind of just you know, kind of mute and quiet and yeah i just i'm this is me the whole movie in this movie he had love interest that doesn't go well of course uh, you have the gang members <clears throat> led by Mario Van Peebles
2: right.
0: uh, called X mm-hmm. and uh, behind the scenes you find out that they just didn't make... The, during In the script, he was just called X because they didn't have a villain name for him yet. And then they were like, okay, what are we finally going to call this guy? And he was like, oh, I'll just call him X. So he ended up being X yeah. in the movie. But yeah, you got him flipping off vans, um, being over the top, and uh, the gang members, you know, kind of fuck up Ginty's girlfriend and, and you know, we don't ruin too much. But we get... A lot of breakdancing gang member villains, <laughs> a dude on roller skates.
1: We almost had Ginty breakdance, but we I all,
0: think he changed yeah. his mind at <laughs> yeah, Almost day. had Ginty. We Bre- were
1: robbed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. think Ginty made a mistake <laughs> in, not, in not joining in, but you know it's too late. What it you was
0: close. We so thought we were going to have Ginty exterminator breakdancing. Yes. Uh, but in terms of acting performance, he really, really showed personality and. There was a scene in the film where him and his little sidekick um, capture one of the gang members to get information to find out where the hideout is, and he's really physically slapping yeah. the the extra, the yeah. stunt man. Which I'm sure, if it's a stunt man, they're badasses. I'm sure he agreed to that. He's like, yeah, give me, yeah, come on, come on, Ginty. Possibly, yeah. No, you know, because they don't do that. You got to you got to get their permission. You know, yeah, you going to sock me really hard? Yeah, let's look, let's make it look real. But he's really slapping this guy. Yeah. But his acting.
1: Yeah.
0: He's like for just ferociously pissed.
1: Yeah. And you believe it. Yeah.
0: In a movie from Canon films yeah. with breakdancing gang members on roller skates.
1: From a director <laughs> from a director that could not make decisions about anything to save his life and so on a whim called his main villain X. Yeah. <laughs> the, the director literally didn't know what he was doing. So, I mean, yeah, Ginty really... That
0: scene, I was like, yeah. I believe yeah, this is real. Like, I believe his performance right here, yeah. which was unexpected.
1: And he, he had a, his little, his sidekick showed up kind of out of nowhere at one point. He, he was became, in the military he too. He had a military background. He just became a secondary character. And what I really enjoyed about him was that as soon as he found out what was going on, like he just joined in yeah. like, on, on the on the antics with Ginty. Like he yeah. because he started it too. Yeah. Like technically what happened to the girlfriend was kind of his fault because that's, he
0: That's true. He
1: hit he, he stopped the gang members with his truck and then Ginty was driving his truck and yeah. then the gang members followed him I didn't truck. even think about that. That's yeah. true. But I mean yeah. honestly they were all douches anyway. Yeah. But as soon as he found out what Robert Ginty was doing yeah. that whole time, yeah, he, he just joined in on it. Like yeah. he didn't even he finds, out,
0: he finds out he's the exterminator.
1: Yeah, and, going, and he just joins in. He's like, yeah. "Yeah, fuck these guys." So, so he has a he yeah. has a henchman for a while. Yeah. he has a helper, which was nice because you know you know yeah. it's nice to see him not be by himself for a yeah. while.
0: Well, psychic, not henchman.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, you know, like everything eventually doesn't go all that great. Of course. Of course. With everything, But um. But we
0: have a nice unexpected finale, um, in, a, in a big, huge, the warehouse hideout, and Ginty soups up the the, the garage, uh, the trash, the
1: dumpster, the dumpster, dumpster truck, truck. dumpster truck, yeah,
0: yeah. We got you got a machine guns on it, you know, missiles and all kinds of stuff. Even though it
1: turns into stunt man. Yeah,
0: it's mostly stunt man. Because, because Ginty. they had
1: to refilm the entire finale, yeah. uh, in another state.
0: Right, because Ginty was off filming another movie, and
1: they wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let him out of. His it didn't life.
0: make sense, but it, well, was,
1: it was studio politics. Yeah. Um, still,
0: it was it was entertaining.
1: It really it was it was
0: really entertaining. It was the first. I still liked. I the, I liked the first the one.
1: The first one felt more like a, oh, I appreciate it, it as kind of like a cult. Yeah. Even though this one is also more like a cult movie. Yeah. But this one is much more watchable.
0: Yes. Yeah. So if you're into, you know, B action films, vigilante movies. Especially from the 80s, because, oh, glorious 80s Oh yeah. in this one. But, but you know, pretty decent body count. Flamethrower action. Where, where else are you going to get a vigilante movie where the guy has a flamethrower? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we recommend The Exterminator 2. You know what? I don't even think they need to watch the first one.
1: Not really. No,
0: they can go straight to this one, really.
1: Not really, because yeah. it doesn't really... He's just a guy who's a vigilante. But
0: but seeing him in this, uh, Robert Ginty in this, Mm -hmm. he did deserve a lot better. And he did deserve more sequels. We could have had like 10 Exterminator movies. Yeah, he did. Yeah.
1: Especially if Charles Bronson can get like fucking five Five. Death Wish films.
0: Yeah, five Death Wishes. (laughs) And we are huge fans of Death Wish 3, by the way. Oh, yeah. If we haven't said that a billion times. But anyway... A movie I saw once many years ago when it came out and I enjoyed it and I had a lot of fun with it. I just now recently uh, bought it on Blu-ray and I showed Lady Fat Blood the other day and that's a movie called Lake Placid. Holy oh shit. My God. Going back. Oh my
2: goodness. Lake
0: Placid. Oh. Was
2: it, what
0: was it 99 or 2000? It I think it came out. A, oh God, I think
1: yeah. it was 99. It
0: was, yeah, it was, I think it was 99. I think it was 99. Yeah. Shit.
1: But, yeah. Um, Fun creature feature. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, obviously, the uh, practical effects are fantastic. There's liquor in there. Oh, that's fine. Um, the the practical effects... We're
0: drinking is, vodka right now, guys.
1: Yeah. The CGI is awful. Um,
0: CGI is dated, but I don't remember Stan Winston did the practical effects.
1: Yeah.
0: Of the crocodile.
1: Yeah. And it shows. It is They... They I was looked, impressed. Yeah, they, they built uh, they bu- they built like a full size, you know, mm-hmm. um for hero shots, and he he did his thing because that's what Stan Winston did back in the day when you know we lost a really great talent. Yeah, we did. Um, we lost an art, we lost we... an art form.
0: That's really that, ooh, it's, and I, I like how you put that. We lost an art.
1: Yeah,
0: it, it's very rare with practical effects now.
1: Yeah, I mean, they it's a rare it, thing. They, it luckily some people it still branches out, mm-hmm. but it's just not. It's just not. It's not, you not know? the
0: number one go to you know, way to make a movie. They always know? go CGI first.
1: Yeah, um, you know the movie is not as bad as what I was expecting. Um, right, Bridget Fonda was. Oh God, she was atrocious. Um,
0: <laughs> Bumbly. Uh... She was
1: supposed to be obnoxious. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, oh mosquitoes! Oh, I get yeah, that's yeah. what she was supposed to be. Yeah. She was supposed to be just absolutely irredeemably irritating the whole fucking movie. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's, I get it. It's just what it's just the character she was playing. Okay, yeah. fine. Um, but uh, I was getting a kick out of Oliver Platt, and uh, I can't remember the guy. Brian name.
0: Gleason. Yeah. Yeah. The, he
1: was the yeah the sheriff, right? He's kind of the sheriff. I
0: thought Pullman, Bill Pullman. Oh, okay. Was
1: well, the... I thought I thought Pullman was like the the ranger. Oh, you're right. Wasn't he? Wasn't he like a sheriff? Wasn't he like the local? Gleason
0: was. He was the law, yeah. 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 Like those two
1: ended up kinda have like a Spock and McCoy thing kind of. (laughs) They were actually a lot of fun together. Yeah.
0: The comedy really comes from them two, Oliver Platt and Gleason. But you get some legitimately funny moments, man, like the (laughs) the crocodile uh, uh, killing one of the Gleason's men. And the head just boom just pops off and hits Bridget Fonda in the face. Yeah, <laughs> and then she's like, "Damn it, yeah. what is it with you and heads?" Yeah, there's always heads getting thrown at her. It was yeah. really funny. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it was. It wasn't. It was not nearly as bad as what I was expecting. It's cliche, copies Jaws, obviously. I mean, it was. It was a creature flick. Yeah. So it was. I. 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 I kind of found it entertaining. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It was. It wasn't anything original, but I thought it was fun.
0: It was fun. And uh, we want other people to watch this because it's a fun little creature feature romp, But so we won't spoil it. But mm. there's a lot of deaths in that area, mm. and they bring in experts to find out what's going on. And uh, <laughs> we're not going to ruin why the crocodile is there. Because there's not supposed to be the crocodile of that sort. It's not an alligator. No. Okay. You know, crocodile of that sort, it's not supposed to be in that those type of waters, mm. but once they reveal why it's there, it's pretty damn funny. Mm. But uh, another highlight of the movie is Betty White.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She's another highlight. Yeah. So, if you guys have not seen, I know it's old school, but if you haven't seen uh, Lake Placid, definitely go out and check it out, and have your little creature feature night. Put, uh, I recommend that, and uh, The Relic. There you go. Double feature creature feature. Huh?
1: <laughs> can can I?
0: Yes, you're, I was getting ready to go there. What? but Go ahead. What? You're, you're, I'm gonna see what you, where you're going, but I probably was not gonna do the same thing you're doing. No,
1: I'm. I was actually gonna ask you something. Oh, if I could, if oh, I could, if I could. You're you put me on the spot. Yeah, Shit. Could I blindside you.
0: No, no girls asked me on a date to see Pluto Nash.
1: No. Can we talk about the fact that I just recently showed you 1976's King Kong?
0: Oh, that was the other movie I wanted to talk about. And I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yes. So on Verbal Nectar podcast, future podcast, we like to talk about uh, some movies we recently have seen for future podcasts. But yes, 1976 King Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go into that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, after the having a lot of fun watching Lake Placid again, we were curious about the sequels. Oh, no. no. <laughs> and I bought for a dollar no. Lake Placid versus Anaconda. No. And we watched that right after and regretted it. Oh, it's a piece of shit garbage.
1: Instantly. But it gets worse.
0: It gets worse. And so we looked up the trailers for the Lake Placid sequels. <laughs> and it's pretty much they're all bad.
1: They instantly went bad. Like, yeah. after, after so don't the this movie is literally the only one to watch. Yep. Because the second movie goes straight to sci-fi. And then the third movie is the same. And I think the third movie is what introduces the Yancey Butler character. Yes. The Witchblade girl. Yeah. And then she apparently becomes uh, the franchise because she's in... She's
0: in all the sequels after that. Yeah,
1: right. I, apparently. Yeah. I guess.
0: And one of the most recent, maybe the most recent Lake Placid film, I forgot the name of it.
1: Well, then there's the, 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 the Lake Placid not legacy but maybe it is legacy i don't know the m-
0: one of the most recent ones we we watched the trailer and we we're like oh wow this actually looks like a movie yeah did they? Oh, did we actually give a shit now? No. And then once they showed no. the crocodile, no. it looked worse. It
1: looked worse. Yeah. Than
0: the the, yeah, the sequels. So we were like, whoa, yeah, think, or at least about the same.
1: I think it may have looked worse because the footage actually, the the movie itself looked good, whereas the other yeah, movies, it looked bad. The and other then, movies, the shitty footage was acceptable because the footage of the movies itself it was looked, low budget. Yeah. Yeah. So it made sense. Yeah. But anyway. King Kong. So you bought me for some reason. America is ashamed of this film. I don't understand. And um, this is the the uh, uh, the Jeff Bridges um, Jessica, uh, Lang. Jessica Lang, uh, Dino De Laurentiis produced uh, film uh, that um, was basically it was a remake of the original, but it was. Done modern. It was done with a modern twist as opposed to the Peter Jackson, which was a straight up homage remake.
0: To the old 30s. Correct. Right. And
1: Kong. the movie did well, but it, for some reason, just kind of slipped through the cracks and it never got a Blu ray release in the States. And so you bought it for me. Um, it, it was released on Blu ray in Japan.
0: Yeah. It's the only way to find it. So,
1: but luckily, uh, a lot of. Um, Discs will play on a PS4 if you have an all region player like we do. uh, And I was able to watch it. And I was expecting. Because I. You know what? It's funny. I didn't grow up watching the original King Kong. I never watched the. I never saw the original King Kong until you showed it to me, like probably 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw the original Peter Jackson. uh, Not the original. I saw the Peter Jackson remake first. And then I want to say I saw. The original that you
0: right
1: right and but I I do kind of have a soft spot for the film Mm -hmm. I knew of the original obviously I think I saw I saw Mighty Joe Young the remake of that the Charlize Theron remake right the 90s I saw that back I remember
0: remember that being fun
1: I liked it yeah I enjoyed it um but I saw that long before I saw anything um so maybe I just have a thing for big gorilla movies I don't know (laughs) um but so yeah, I you know, I, I love the Peter Jackson film mm-hmm. and I I It's I, not it's
0: not perfect, but it's, no. it's well done.
1: But I understand the love for the original and I understand the influence that it had. So when I I, I had always heard nothing but good but bad things about the you know the seventy-six one.
0: 76 one.
1: So when I when I went to watch it, I was nervous because yeah. I had heard Jessica Lang was terrible, I heard the effects were terrible, I heard yeah. the movie was bad. And I was, frankly, surprised. Like, my first impressions were like, you know, this movie is long, and it's a little slow-paced, but so is Peter Jackson's film. Yeah. And as far as Jessica Lange's character, my impression was that she was playing a ditzy actress.
0: Yeah, I I was confused, because you told me that she was almost... Like, this was her first role. Mm. She was a model, I think. Mm -hmm. And, um... They, they were kind of, like, after this performance in this movie, they were kind of saying uh, that she was maybe, oh, she was going to get blacklisted from Hollywood. You know, she was never going to find another, another job again, and she's not going to get work anywhere else because her acting was so bad. And then you told me that. And then when I watched the film with you, I'm like, she's supposed to play, this is the character she's giving. Mm-hmm. The character is this ditzy, clueless... Like, it's not, her the, acting is fine. Believes an
1: astronomer, like, like in the signs, like, I'm a Pisces, and like, I mean, she's all We <laughs> Well, in. talk
0: more her name.
1: Her name, her actual name is Dawn... But she wants to make it memorable, so she switches the A and the W, so she calls herself Duan. (laughs) Yeah, like, that's the character.
0: Yeah. She's she's desperate, she's an aspiring actress, she just wants to be famous. Yeah. That's it. She's
1: literally gets shipwrecked because some, some rich guy talks her into going onto her yacht so they can go to someplace in Asia to get her into a movie, quote-unquote. Yeah, Yeah. what
0: kind of movie was that?
1: Exactly. (laughs) But there was an
0: explosion, and she was saved... (laughs) Because <laughs> she sat at the top of uh, the top part of the ship. She
1: went up top because yeah. they were all down below <laughs> watching Deep Throat.
0: Yeah, I thought she was upstairs watching Deep Throat. No,
1: no, they oh. were they were down below watching Deep Throat, and she refused to watch. Oh, so she went up deck, so she was up above where okay. she could actually jump off.
0: Okay, that's
1: how that's how she was the only one that survived. I, I,
0: I missed that because I was laughing too much about her say, her basically saying that she was saved by a porno. I was laughing too hard at that, but yeah, oh. but yeah, her acting was was good. Mm-hmm. She, it's the character she was playing, you know. Yep. Jeff Bridges is all he was fun in the movie.
1: Yeah, he was he was supposed to be kind of like, he was this like professor, but he was also kind of like this uh, environmentalist and all that. Um, <coughs> and so I was I was a little hesitant to show you, but you didn't,
0: you didn't think I was going to like it.
1: You know? I didn't. I didn't really know how you'd react because it's, like I said, it was slow and yeah. some of the effects are a little, you know, Yeah. Um, but I thought for the time, when you keep it in context, I thought that the effects were pretty good, all things considered. I was
0: impressed um, that they went through the lengths they did. The, the mask creature effects of the mask, the guy in the gorilla suit, was I thought it was good. I know the creator didn't like it, he hated it, but I thought it was fine. I mean, you get goofy faces here and there, Mm -hmm. Um, but the fact that they made like full, large-scale arms and mechanical hands and fingers that Uh move when they would grab her and all this stuff—I was—and then they get the what was the tall version?
1: It was like a forty-foot, forty-foot tall robot. Yeah, they made like a giant, like full-sized that couldn't actually perform because it was too large. Right. But you can see in the very, very, very far away shots that you got a little bit of movement in the head, a little bit of movement in the, yeah. In the hand. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of fucking work. There was there was no skimping out on no. the effects in this movie. And, yeah, some of them, it's like, some of the projection and all that, some of it looks a little hokey. Yeah. But I think, all in all, the movie, it... I
0: I, I enjoyed it.
1: I think for what what they yeah. tried to do, it looked great. I liked great. it.
0: I liked it, and, um, I mean... <laughs> Some unexpected moments in the film was what made me like it. Like the he he you know he has his little pet which is the girl and uh, she hasn't been rescued yet mm-hmm. Jessica Lang. and uh, he kind of washes her in the waterfall <laughs>
2: yeah. and then
0: he dries her off with his breath yeah. so you get big huge con cheeks just blowing and then she's like getting dry and I'm all like you know this is Hilarious but uncomfortable at the same
2: uh-huh. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but then later in the movie you get another part where these idiots are going after Kong with flamethrowers and they're trying to shoot Kong with flamethrowers and he picks up what was that, a big huge gas? Uh yeah,
1: whatever was on top of the building. Yeah, whatever. on top
0: of a building, he throws this. Huge object, yeah. and it completely explodes, and he kills those flamethrower guys, yeah. and then Jeff Bridges is like, "Yeah!" yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, I, okay, I was uh, that was great." Yeah. I, I was not expecting Khan to blow people up yeah. who had flamethrowers. Yeah, so
1: I I was entertained. Yeah, and surprisingly, very very gory end for him too. Yeah, when the. Uh, when the choppers come in, yeah, they, that was bloody as all they hell. Destroy the hell out of him. Yeah, they
0: had Gatling guns on their the uh,
1: helicopters. Yeah, and dude, this dude was-, was this was the first the first time, obviously, where the um the lady character is completely sympathetic to the gorilla. Obviously, because in the Faye Ray version, the RKO version. All she does is scream and cry and kick and yeah. and be annoying in, right. in that version. And um, in this version, Duan uh, <laughs> does actually care for for, yeah. for Kong, and she begs him to hold on to her because that she knows that the choppers won't shoot him. Yeah, um, which of course, I
0: think they would have shot him anyway.
1: Well, they they kept saying, yeah. she's she's in the way. Don't do it." So they weren't oh. they actually weren't. Oh, yeah. um, but so that was that was a really sad touch. And uh there's that beat where he just before he falls off, you know he had that moment where they see each other and then he had that really awkward moment where he falls down from the World Trade Center, of course, yeah this, this takes place on top of one. yeah both of it starts off on one tower and then he jumps from one tower to the other tower, and then that's where he gets shot and then he falls and then you have the shot where he's on the ground and suddenly. Jessica Lange teleports down from the <laughs> World Trade Center down to where he is on the ground. Yeah, uh, just before he dies, um, but you have that really that really sad moment where you can hear his heart slowly, slowly beat and then it and finally that, stops. Yeah, uh, we and, will not talk about the sequel.
0: Oh God, which
1: did not happen ten years later, made by the oh. same exact director oh and producer. Oh which did not happen. It didn't happen.
0: I was curious uh, about it, so I convinced Lady Fad Blood let's find a review of the film. Mm. And we watched Dr. Wolfula's review of uh, the sequel called...
1: Uh, Kong Lives? Kong, or, or King Kong Lives? King
0: Kong Lives. Oh, no he does Oh doesn't. my God. No, he doesn't. If you guys are curious of the of the garbage oh. that is this movie, watch that uh, review of from Mr. Dr. Wolfula. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> um but um yeah and and ironically she finally at the end of the movie got her fame. But not the way she wanted and she to. She
1: and if the if it comes to find out she didn't want it. No. Like she she gets it and she doesn't want it. You have that really awkward moment where Yeah, that
0: was a little weird, but I guess that's the director's that, choice. Yeah, you
1: have this this moment where her and Jeff Bridges keep going back and forth about how um she keeps saying, do you want me? Because I'll give it all up. And he's like, no, you don't. You yeah. you, won't, you wouldn't be able to. You, I can't afford you on my salary. And yeah. she's like, just say it and I will. And, and then you have that. She gets the fame. And she clearly is trying to get back to him. And yeah. he clearly could just force right. through the crowd and yeah. get her. But he just stops and he doesn't. Yeah. And you don't really know why he yeah. doesn't. And it, was- it ends like that. It's very strange. Yeah. But you know.
0: But all the reporters and they're flashing their cameras on her, and she's the uh, the center of attention. Finally, yeah, but not the way she wanted it. Yeah. so but that was interesting. Yeah, but no, I don't know why they're ashamed of this film because it doesn't make any sense. Think about this, guys. We have Peter Jackson's King Kong that came out, right? King Kong buzz. We had the original uh, when that when that movie was released. The original movie was re released on Blu Ray. Mm. Okay out in front by the original that's aspiring you know Peter Jackson's I did not see any Blu-ray or any DVD of the Mm -hmm. 1976 version out front Mm -hmm. okay Peter Jackson's movie comes out on Blu-ray you get the extended cut comes out don't see that movie highlighted at all the 76 version we get another King Kong movie Another King Kong movie, after all these years, finally comes out, King Kong, or Kong, Skull Island. Mm-hmm. I did not see anywhere King Kong 1976 version. If there's any time to milk the franchise or milk it, let's sell, 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 these are the times. And I don't see it. I, and look, I had to go to Japan.
1: Yeah.
0: Japan website to find it on a bootleg Blu-ray.
1: King Kong vs. Godzilla has had an American Blu-ray.
0: King Kong vs. Godzilla is getting a steel well, yeah. book.
1: <laughs> yeah, but there's like no a,
0: Kong 76. I'm wondering
1: if it's like a studio rights issue or something. Like maybe... Maybe. Maybe one studio actually owns it, but it's like in a gridlock here.
0: It's just very odd.
1: Maybe that's what it is.
0: It's just very strange. We're not seeing it Because I, I do
1: remember the somebody, make, I don't know if it was a, a, one of the special features on the Blu-ray, something about Universal, like, King Kong, the story is in public domain. Right. The movie was in public domain, so anybody could remake it. But Universal was going to make their own version, but then De Laurentiis was working on his, but then there was like some kind of litigation. Oh yeah, I heard
0: about that. There was a lot of issues.
1: There was some kind of litigation, yeah. and so Universal dropped theirs, but on there the was rights. Like the contingency or something. But, I don't know. It's just, know. it's
0: very odd. I
1: have no idea. Like, we couldn't
0: even really find it digitally, right?
1: I don't, no. We couldn't, because we, we tried to find it on Amazon, and they yeah, didn't it's, have
0: it. It's just very odd why you, this movie is not everywhere to yeah, sell. During the times, it's time to sell. Yeah. It's time to shill. So. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to talk about one more movie before we wrap it up for today on the podcast, and that's a movie... That I did a trailer reaction on it once I got that script done to do you know to react perfectly to things. <laughs> uh, I thought it I, I wasn't super excited for it but it looked like it might have a chance to being fun and that's the movie Shazam what? that we wanted to see in the theater this year and do a review but work happened and we didn't get a chance to do it but I was like I heard good things about it so I blind bought the Blu-ray. Blind bought the Blu-ray and we recently just watched it.
1: Has Hesit- not even hesitantly, I just randomly popped it in. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's yeah. just let's just get it out. Let's yeah. just watch it. Let's finally. just watch it, yeah. Let's just finally watch
0: it. Yeah. And sat down and we had low no expectations. Yeah. You're you're not a fan of the character.
1: Know very little about it. Right.
0: I I I'm a fan when the character shows up in comics and it's a big deal.
1: Because what I know about the character it's yeah. kinda goofy.
0: Like Kingdom Come when he showed up, it's like holy shit, you know. Or the, or the DC animated movies, when Shazam shows up, aka Captain Marvel back in the day, but now he's Shazam. <laughs> um, he showed up. It's usually a big deal. But I was kind of familiar with the character. But, while watching this movie <laughs> with really low expectations, I would see maybe 30 minutes in, 30 minutes in, I was feeling odd. And the odd feeling I was feeling was, why am I enjoying this movie? <laughs> I'm
1: like, dude, I'm, what? I'm having fun.
0: Yeah. What is
1: what is this? You literally start off the movie with Han Sao in a goofy-ass white white beard, yeah. long, white, gray, grizzled Gandalf beard. Yeah. he
0: plays in the wizard. And you're
1: like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute, what? Yeah. Yeah. And and that comes the fuck out of nowhere because uh-huh. you start off with this family in a car, right? It's the kid and the older brother and the dad, and right. they're like bickering or whatnot. And mm-hmm. then there's the accident, and then the kids with and you're like, oh, an, Oh, okay. He's Gandalf. What? <laughs> what? What?
0: Yeah.
1: That's how the movie starts, and you're like,
0: yeah. He pulls what comes what he comes to find. Uh, I can't talk right now. He pulls. Uh, the kid from the accident, mm-hmm. uh, because he has potential to be worthy of the of the power of Shazam. I mean, the wizard is getting old; he can only hold back the uh, the, the the demonic creatures. I forgot what they were called in the movie.
1: They're the um, the entities. They're the seven deadly sins.
0: There you go. The seven deadly sins. He can yeah. only hold them back for so long, and his power is getting weak, and he has to transfer it to a new because there uh, were seven there one. were
1: seven of them right. and now he's the last one right. and they had they had one back in the day they had a worthy one back in the day but then he went wrong uh-huh
0: and which i'm assuming is black adam which i am excited about that the potential of that at least yeah yeah and so uh, he the kid has the potential to be worthy but then the seven deadly sins start speaking to him and then he they have their own power you know uh Kind of a temptation test. Yeah, it was a yeah, test, yeah. and he goes over there. You think like, your your dad's gonna love you now? You're not gonna be useless to your dad. And you
1: can show your dad how wrong right. he about you. And yeah, and you're gonna you
0: have the, all the power power in the world and live forever. So he goes for that, and then and then the wizard's like, "Well, fuck you! Back to your realm you go." He goes back. The accident continues. His dad becomes a crippled, and they both hate you know him and his older brother. Or his older brother and the dad hate him. and They, they
1: hated him anyway. Yeah, they blame like, him they for the, for the awful incident. They were to him anyway, but now they right. just flat out. It, it went from passive-aggressive to, no, just fuck you. We yeah. hate you outright, so.
0: And then, and then many years later, he becomes the villain, played um, by the always reliable Mark Strong.
1: Who finally uh, got a good comic book film.
0: <laughs>
1: well, Kick-Ass was good. That's true.
0: Kick-Ass was good. Uh, But, uh, yeah. So, always reliable Mark Strong. He's good in the film. But now we have the flip side. We have Billy Batson. I believe that's the kid's name.
1: Yeah, and this was what worried me. Um, I don't do well with movies with lots of kids in them. Yeah, like throughout the entire movie. And this movie was full of children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full of them. And I was like, oh boy. Yeah. So we've got kids, and we're in a family setting. Oh boy! Okay. Yeah. All right. Not
0: your favorite genre. Not of my film.
1: not my forte. Yeah. It's not my thing. And one of the reasons I don't like movies with a lot of kids in them is because kids tend to not be the greatest actors. Right. And uh, so I was already like, okay, uh, open mind. Yeah, open mind. We yeah. already got Gandalf beard. You know, let's let's see where this goes. Let's see how this goes. Um, but luckily, all the kids that they that they cast for the movie, they all were fine. Yeah, they all fine. did. They all did perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the the family was this cute little uh, the foster family. They were foster family where the the two uh, foster parents they came from a foster home system. So they got together and they decided they wanted to have this giant foster family. So they right. like brought in all these troubled kids that were in the foster care system. And then the Billy um, kid, he had this reoccurring thing where uh, he kept remembering. He was looking for his mom. Right. And he, his thing was he would sneak out and he was looking through all these names. He was checking off all these names of what his mother's name was. And he would try to find uh, out where she was. Mm-hmm. And come to find out later, he had this... Misconception about the memory of what actually was the case of what his mother was, which was a good person. Yeah. Um, Not to say that I mean I'm not here I'm not here to judge or defend the mom character.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, But it was kind of fucked up. Yeah, it was still kind (laughs) of fucked up. I mean, I'll just say that. What was she like? What was she like? Not even twenty. Like she was seventeen or something. Yeah. And the dad left or went to jail or something. By the time she had him. Yeah. And it was one of those things where she, she had him when she was like a teenager, and then she had him for like four or five years, and then she saw her chance and she took it. Yeah,
0: they were at a carnival, and, yeah. and they got separated, and she could have reclaimed him. Yeah. But she let the cops take him and, was like, oh, the, yeah. the cops will give you a better home. And it was kind of fucked up. Yeah.
1: yeah. So
0: he. He I think up to that point it was understandable why he wanted to be with his mom, but he was kind of being a dick about it to everyone. And he was kind of being selfish
2: yeah,
1: when this was, when this foster yeah. family
0: was trying to mm-hmm. help him. He was know? one of
1: those I've been through the system for too long. Yeah. I my perception of life is that I have a mom, I'm gonna find yeah. her, everything's gonna be great. Right. And in the meantime, the foster system I've been through has been shit. Yeah. So I'm gonna be a dick to everybody. Right. That was
0: Closed off, not sociable, Mm -hmm. you know, but showed tendencies of being heroic, you know, when his, uh, one of the kids he was with walks with a cane, has issues walking, and, uh, the crutch, crutch, and, uh, the bullies are beating him up, so Billy comes in and helps fight against the bullies, so he has tendencies of of showing, of being heroic, uh, finally gets approached by (laughs) Gandalf, (laughs) and, um. Uh, transfers the power to him and at first he had all, he discovered all these powers Um, he had help with his friend, the foster kid's friend and um, was helping him out because he's a huge huge comic book uh, superhero fan, basically Mm. and uh he kind of helps him discover his powers, which is some, some of the comedy that comes uh, with the film. So, you know, not all of the comedy hits, some of it's cheesy, but some of it's legit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why am I having fun? Mm-hmm. I want to I have fun, mm-hmm. but I wasn't expecting to have fun this early. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why this is odd. Like I can't believe I'm enjoying myself.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but, uh, not to make a long story short... He realizes that you know, with great power comes great responsibility. It takes
1: a long time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and he ends up almost killing a a people, a bus full of people. Yeah. Uh, but he rescues them and uh, realizes who his real family is. Who's really there for him is what's important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, Mark Strong wants that power from him, and they end up fighting. And well,
1: he has his own. Yeah, obviously he's, he's he
0: hooked up with the seven deadly sins. Right. He's powerful now. And uh, we get some battles here and there. Now, here's the thing: I was not expecting a lot of action, really.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When you look when you look at that trailer, it looks like a it looks like a superhero comedy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not expecting ridiculous Avengers like massive yeah. epic battle, Thanos throwdown. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting it. Maybe there's a little bit of action here and there. They might punch each other a little bit, but I wasn't expecting it. But uh, did we actually get some decent action. Mm -hmm. In this film, especially in the finale, uh, which ended up at at a carnival again. Mm -hmm. And if there was any movie that screamed Christmas movie, it was this movie. I was just like, wow, I'm surprised this didn't come out in Christmas time." But um, legit comedy. But here's the part of the movie I'm going to spoil because the movie's been out for a while, where I was just like, okay, I'm all in. I'm all in now. Okay, this is bad for a character I'm not a huge fan of. Mm. I'm like screaming, like, "Oh my god, they did it!" And that's the Marvel Family appears, which is now known as shazam Ali which I think is stupid, <laughs> uh, but I guess that's what it's known as. I but guess the Marvel not, Family. Too, I guess. Every time I looked at the Marvel Family in comic books, I was just wanted to throw up. Like, yeah. this is like too cheesy.
1: Yeah,
0: this is we're going we're past the cheese here, all right, and. <laughs> the, the the Billy Batsons with the Foster family at the carnival, and he's Shazam. And he's trying to protect them against Mark Strong and, and the Seven Deadly Sins, and he's like, "Wait a minute! I know how the tra- the power got transferred to me. I can transfer my power to my Foster f- family, and so now the Foster family kids all get powers. Mm-hmm. They become the Shazamly." And they each have a main power, and they have their action little scenes here and there, and there's yeah. comedy ensues. And I'm just like. I can't believe we did yeah, this. Like yeah. we brought in the the the, Mar- the Shazam Like yeah. and, wow. And, and
1: for me, somebody again, like having such very little knowledge about Shazam. Yeah. What I did know about him seemed cheesy. Oh, it's like a little kid who gets turned into an adult by saying Shazam. And yeah, he's still
0: be, a kid inside a big that adult body. Me
1: sounds like ugh. <laughs> knowing nothing about the Marvel family. Yeah. Nothing about them. Yeah. So when that happened, I should have been like. What the fuck is this? But instead, I was smiling. Yes, yeah, see. I was, I was actually like see? grinning, like largely, ch- like grinning the whole fucking yeah. time because it was so much fun to yeah. watch yeah. these grown ass adults yeah. in these goofy outfits yeah. acting like their kid selves because they're still their kid yeah. selves, right? But they're big people <laughs> in big muscly yeah. suits yeah. doing superhero stuff. Yeah. it was fucking adorable. Yeah. It was so Everyone
0: cool. has their moment. Uh-huh. The the Asian kid who's like the super hardcore video gamer, he he shoots lightning from himself at one of the seven daily sands and he says Adukan. It. Okay. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh but <laughs> Yeah, so everybody has their little moments and even the the, the, the little uh the girl. Yeah. Uh, she's kind of like the Flash character, so she has a lot of fast speed. Mm-hmm. You have that scene where the carousel is about to fall over, and she runs up slow-motion style on the mm-hmm. side and saves them. When that scene happens, Lady Fat Blood's reaction was hilarious to me, but when that scene happens, I screamed out, Justice League! Because <laughs> I'm like... True story. Yeah, I'm like... <sighs> There's a little... This this character that has super speed has this little cool moment that you remember. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fucking Justice League movie.
1: A movie... No
0: one fucking remembers what Flash did in that movie. A movie... Except the hilarious scene where Superman catches him. And, yeah. But, I mean, that's it. A
1: movie that had... It is the fucking Flash! A movie that had no ties to any of the other... Aside from mere mentions of Aquaman and and The Flash and other... That's the only thing that this movie had any ties to, is that they mentioned... They mentioned, yeah. That was it. But a movie that had no build-up from other superhero films in the DCEU. Right. A movie that literally had to build itself within itself. Yeah. This movie had to build itself from start to finish.
0: Origin story.
1: It did all of that Mm -hmm. and told its own story and built itself up as a movie should... And it, it had a beginning, middle, and end. It had a beautiful setup and payoff.
0: Character arc.
1: And all of that. Yep. And it did it all on its own. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it managed to create an emotional response. Yeah. From characters that I didn't give a shit about. Right. Prior. Prior. To seeing any of this. And now, I want a sequel. Yeah. Go fucking figure. Yeah. Whereas, I haven't even been able to watch Justice League again. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Think about We've that. only watched it once. Think about that. We've the movie, that, movie that
1: has Batman and Superman together. And right? Wonder Woman. Think about that. Yeah. I can't even watch it again. No.
0: No. <laughs> but yeah, just... I think our favorite scene in Shazam, which had us dying and going, okay, this movie is legit, was the scene of... Mark Strong's chasing after uh, Shazam, <laughs> and they're flying in the they're flying through the city, right? Yeah. But they're far away.
1: Uh huh.
0: From each other. Yeah. And then we get the cliche. They both stop in midair, and they're looking at each other.
1: They're far away from each other. Yeah. yeah
0: they're far away from each other. And we get the cliche. It's time for the villain to do the villain monologue. Expository dialogue. Yeah. The monologue. villain speech. You will not defeat me, Shazam. I am all powerful. Blah 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 blah. Right. Yeah. And then,
1: he cuts to Shazam! Looking and, at Mark Strong's yeah. character. And all you see is Mark Strong talking, and you just hear muffled... <laughs> 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 and then
2: he comes back to Shazam,
0: and he's like, I can't hear you! What? Oh, Wait a minute! My God. That made the movie legit, that scene. Because that happens all the time oh, in these movies. Man. And we were like, dude, this is legit funny shit. This is hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. Fun ride. Highly recommend you guys watch Shazam. Yeah,
1: I I, I regret, Shazam
0: Doubters, give the movie a shot.
1: I regret not seeing give it. Give the movie a shot. Yeah, I know. I, I wish we could have seen it. It just we we just didn't get around to it.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. But I'm glad we I'm glad we saw it. I, I this is a movie I could see watching again, like yeah. I could pop this in yeah. a couple times. Uh, this is this is a this is a repeat view for me. Yeah, it's, it's that much fun.
0: And it, and it helps that we both had low expectations. And I
1: love that it was fun without feeling like it was copying anything from Marvel. Marvel, yeah. It did not feel like a Marvel no. film. It didn't feel it didn't feel like it was trying to cash in on Marvel's goofy, zany, fun, random. It it felt like it was its own thing. do yeah. It it kind of felt like Aquaman. How You just leave them alone. Right. Marvel and, I mean, not Marvel, DC and Warner, just kind of don't try to tie them into anything else. Yeah. Let them do their thing. Mm -hmm. Let them tell their story. Yeah, and be a good movie. Let them be their film. Right. Don't try to connect them to anything. Don't do any stupid cameos or anything like that. Right. Leave them alone. Mm -hmm. Let them tell their story. Yeah. And then just release the film. That's it. That's how it felt to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's nice and it's like it's like where Aquaman was stupid but yeah. I still had a really good time yeah big dumb was, fun yeah Shazam wasn't stupid for me it should have been yeah with the lead in a in a big goofy muscle suit looked ridiculous yeah. yeah but it was and they
0: even make fun of the outfit in yeah, the movie too but it was
1: still a lot of fun <laughs> it, was, it was genuinely heartwarming fun to me yeah.
0: He picks up a large he picks up a, a large Batman figure and throws it at Mark Strong <laughs> and goes,
1: "Come Batman." Oh, I love the scene where he he gets thrown out of the window. Yeah. And Mark Strong runs at him across the keyboard. Boom boom boom. The kid yeah. flies at him. <laughs> just random like out of nowhere and it's just like a quick second but it was just it was funny. It just came out of nowhere and made me laugh.
0: Uh, it, that was funny. But yeah, it's, it's a good time. And now, I really hope, now that Shazam did well financially and critically, I hope that they don't fuck up Black Adam.
2: Yeah.
0: If you guys are unaware, Black Adam is an awesome villain, and he's such a badass, and The Rock was born to play him. And they better hurry up, because The Rock's getting old, Mm. and I don't know if interest is waning now. No
1: special suit required.
0: I know, no special suit required, but... Uh, seeing the rock black Adam against this Shazam is going to be hilarious but epic if they do it right yeah. and the only the last thing I heard this this is probably debunked now but the last thing I heard was black Adam might be introduced in the next Suicide Squad movie which is a horrible idea they need to hurry up and just make the damn black Adam movie and then have him show up in Shazam or fuck it bring him in in Shazam too. there That's all you got to do. He's the next villain. Let's do it. If they're smart, they should do that. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah. We enjoyed uh, Shazam. Very unexpected. Had a lot of fun with that. And is there any other movie news or anything you want to talk about before we wrap up today's Verbal Nectar podcast? No, I
1: I think that was pretty much... Good to go? One day we'll have a Verbal Nectar about your journey with Star Trek The Next Generation.
0: We should. We should. Even though
1: you haven't watched all of it. But you've seen a lot.
0: Yes, and I'm liking what I'm seeing, so...
1: I've gone back... I want to continue the journey with you. I've gone back and watched everything starting... We started watching season one. You watched all of season one with me, and I want to say you watched some of season two Mm -hmm. because you saw Pulaski and you're like, what a bitch, because she was. (laughs) Yes, yes. But then you fell out, and then we stopped watching for like two years, and then I picked up again. And then I've just been—I've been on a trailblazing. Yeah. And at, I'm just kind of in and out
0: and watching what I what I've I can been, like, with you. I've been like
1: selecting key episodes, yes. for you to watch. Like I'm giving you like the big ones to watch. Yeah. And then you'll see some of the you'll see some of the regular episodes mm-hmm. in between. But right now I'm showing you like the big ones. Yes. Like, the iBorgs and the, yeah the best of both worlds and all that. But one day I'm we'll I'm watch.
0: enjoying it because we'll the, go over that Star one. Trek. I became uh, a I appreciate it. I have a more appreciation for Star Trek now than growing up. Because yeah. growing up, it was all about the damn glowy sticks. <laughs> okay? Don't fuck with my glowy sticks. I got a toy of a glowy stick. I'm going to fuck up some Darth Vader. Okay? You know, that that's just how it is.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but later, uh, slowly being introduced to the good shit of Star Trek. Yeah. When you can show show someone the good stuff... You bring them around, yeah. You know, and there is
1: uh, contrary to what some people might have their you know preconceived notions of Star Trek. There is a lot of good. There's a lot more good than bad when it comes to Star Trek.
2: Right.
1: And I'm trying to keep you on the good.
2: Yeah. And
0: hopefully, this new Picard show. Oh my God. Is uh.
1: I you want to talk about. Being way too excited. <laughs> unfortunately. What? Unfortunately, no. You're not going
0: to be on the safe side and have low expectations I a little?
1: I can't.
0: Wow. I,
1: I, you got to remember, I love TNG. That's true. I love TNG. That's and true. I'm, I'm, and
0: so far, what you've seen doesn't look horrible, though.
1: No. Maybe that's
0: why you're still you know, excited. Because if I, it looked I, like shit, then you'd the, probably be like... Ehh. The problem
1: is like what I've been telling you when it comes to Star Trek The Next Generation uh-huh. is... When The Next Generation was great, it was great. Right. And if you can take a concentration of the best of The Next Generation, which was the cerebral, emotional... Like, you just saw The Inner Light today. Right, That was the one we just saw. That was good. And you just recently saw I, Borg Mm -hmm. with, with Hugh. And when you see those cerebral episodes, the ones that make you deal with the psychological side of the human condition, that was what The Next Generation excelled at. Yeah. And Picard's whole ordeal with the Borg was that, especially with the aftermath of dealing with what happened to him and that whole situation. And this whole show seems to be... a an offshoot of that—it's like a byproduct of that whole right. situation. And right. there's like something big has happened since all of, since the next generation ended and since, you know, right. something major seems to have gone down and there's a lot of unresolved issues for Picard with the Borg and whatever's going on. And I think it's going to be fascinating to see how he deals with it and to see why he's being pulled back into this world with the Borg and why the Borg are why the Borg survivors are being targeted the way they're being targeted. Right, right, right. And I'm fascinated. I can't can't help it. I'm fascinated because, like I said, the cerebral TNG is some of the greatest stories you're going to get. Yeah. And if you take 10 episodes and you take the best writing from those shows, from the original TNG, and you concentrate it into 10 episodes, just think of the potential, and I know it's a mistake to think in those terms. Yeah. But just think of the potential. That's what I'm looking forward as to. As
0: long as it doesn't shit on what you liked, as long as it's solid. But
1: if it does, I will destroy it. I will say so. Yes. <laughs> I will not. I will not be one of those.
0: <laughs> you know me.
1: If I hate something, I I don't hesitate. Like
0: <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll do a we'll do a verbal nectar of that once I finish it up with you. That'll be fun. Now remember. Now remember, season guys. Season yeah. Remember, guys. Star Trek is huge. So, if you find something that you like and you become big fans of it, it doesn't mean you have to love everything star trek if I you do. watch if you watch next generation and you and you love it, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you have to love enterprise you have to love you know the original series you don't have to <laughs> you can be picky even with the movies mm-hmm. you can you know you don't have to love everything mm-hmm. so but yeah, that'll be a fun little Verbal nectar uh yeah. podcast. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up for today, and uh, we'd like to thank you guys for hanging out with us, listening to us, Jimma Jamma, and talking about uh, what we love, which is movies and entertainment for the for for the for the, <laughs> for the better or for worse, um, whether you agree with us or not. It's nice to have you guys just stop by and listen to us rant and uh, talk about what we love. So if you guys are new to the YouTube channel. Uh, that fat samurai guy. Make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe and watch our videos. We really do appreciate uh, all of the support and love that you have given us uh, over these years. Uh, you guys rock, except for the ones that think all our trailer reactions are fake.
1: Oh my god. That's, you guys, that's... wish we were that good of an
0: actor. <laughs> and keep in mind, if, if our trailer reactions were fake, we would be doing trailer reactions to every single thing that comes I out. I know.
1: Then we would have done. We Joker. would
0: become a full trailer reaction channel. Then we would have. And been, that's not what we, we are. We would
1: have done Joker and Mandalorian. No, we
0: would have done. No, fuck that. We would have done Lady and the Tramp. Oh
1: Jesus!
0: <laughs> but we do what we like. We do what we're interested in, and we do we do what we're curious about. So, so yeah. So thank you. Uh, guys for all your sport and for following us you guys fucking rock and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care.